Here we go. Hi. Hello. Is this thing on? Is this thing on? Hello? Hello? Checky, check, check. check, check. Did I miss the time? Well, I think some people were saying you had it set to start at 9.30 a.m., but I mean. Huh. I'm sorry about that. I uh, I apologize to everyone out there. Um, I thought I said it at 10. I was groggy this morning, uh, but two cups of coffee later. I'm in a spectacular mood. Good. Good. I've caught up on all this crap uh, work and finishing seminar. Like All these things came to a conclusion in the past week where big stuff is off my plate. Now I could kind of relax a little bit and take it easy. I might even take the day off. Might even play some Mario Kart. You That's should. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, how's are you uh, done with the uh, with the accounting and the filing extensions? Or is that still going on? What's the status in the accounting world? So, you know how you like to get everything filed on time. You like to do your quarterlies on time. You, yes. you like to generally. Um, I'm, I'm having uh, some problems handling that because the, my I have so many deadbeat S corp clients, man. Those are due in 11 days. Like the last day you can file that is September 15th. September 15th. All right. Yeah. And I've, dude, I've sworn I'm not going to be a babysitter this time. Like people just have to, I'm not going to send email reminders. If you don't know by now that you have to get this done by then, then I can't help you. May I ask this? So it's 11 days. Um, as corps, unless they're very simple. As, as in my situation or other people's situation, is that the common uh, situation for most people? But 11 days, is that not even enough time for you to do these? Yeah, it's only about, uh, it's either eight or nine. And uh, pretty much all of them I've been doing for a few years. But dude, it's the same people every year. Same. I'm going to get rid of them. Yeah. You know how you get rid of let's 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 test since our last episode of the Older Brother podcast. Let us test to see. What you have learned. What is your plan for the next 11 days? Okay. Um, what is my plan? I'm yes. not going to, I'm not going to do anything, man. There. Yeah. I was going to say, do nothing. I think that's great. 11 days. If they come up to you on September 14th, what do you say? Sorry, you're too late. Yep. Or, or, or yeah. you want me to get this thing uh, filed on time? Well, I'm going to need you to pay me, you know, two X, three X, what I would normally charge. How? Upon completion or in advance? Uh, that's that's going to have to be in advance because um, I, I'm trying to listen to you guys and do this the right way. And come September 16th, what is Aaron not going to hear? Or Mr. Celery? What is Mr. Celery not going to hear? Mr. Celery? Yeah, um, Celery. You see what people are calling Because some what? idiot did voice the text and he said Clary and it picked up Celery. So it's Dear Mr. Celery. It's like, okay, okay. Well, I already know what Mr. Celery is going to do. He's going to pay his fourth quarter taxes on the very first day you're eligible to do that. Right. I'm. Oh, I'm going to do that. Right. I can't wait to pay my taxes because then I'm free for the remaining nine, 89 days of that quarter. What does Mr. Celery not want to hear from Mr. Elkins come September 16th? Uh, I, Mr. Celery does not want to hear that I completed people's taxes at the last minute without having them pay me at first. Which falls under the general category of complaining. Mr. Celery does not want to hear any... Mr. Celery wants to hear a victory lap. He wants to hear a victory dance where he says, those bleepers... By the way, let's not curse because I do have an important topic I want to convey uh, to help out a lot of the younger men. Well, we'll I think we'll keep doing so. 
Yeah. For whatever reason, YouTube's been very libertine in what's allowed me to monetize and not. I mean, I've I've let a couple Effenheimers go, but um, where were they going with this? Oh, I want to hear you say I got rid of them. I kicked them to the curb like Cuddlewookums. They're <laughs> out of my life. I'm happy. I wasn't tortured the last 48 hours before September 15th. That's what I want. I want to hear happiness, success, so pride that you you were you were an a hole. You're going to hear that actually on October 16th, and you already know why. I mean, I'll still remember S-Corps are due September 15th. You, right, you but, know that. Right, but because of the original expansion, extension to July, now it's kicked to October. Is that it? Yeah, yeah. Jeez. So as you can imagine, I haven't had really any break this year. So. No, no accounts have had a break this year because, mm-hmm. what, there's the regular filing date. You got like basically three groups of people: corporate filers, regular filers, um, the. Uh, uh, I do some Brayton, some yeah, but then there was the the everyone gets kicked until July thirty first. So then there's all these extens. So you've been yeah. going around the clock year round. Yeah, I've I've told people if they're doing this again next year, like I'm out. I mean, this has been the worst year for all of us because it's been so intense. And I know you never really got involved with this stuff, but I mean, business owners had to get all kinds of loans and other things as a result. Not this one. Not this guy. Yeah, you were pretty wise not to bother with that stuff. (laughs) I mean, you you tell people, first of all, why do people have businesses where they have no cash reserves? That I don't understand. No Americans have cash reserves. That's the government's job. We just put money, printer, go burr. Besides Paycheck to paycheck because you got to afford that sweet brand, brand new, whatever the heck it is, a Honda something. Your little, your little SUV that's all shiny and nice. It looks like a, a soccer mom's SUV, but it's new and it's fancy. It has leather. I don't know. That's <laughs> they don't have to save the money. Um, shoot, well, I'm still waking up a little bit. Uh, the coffee's still kicking in. Um, uh, it doesn't matter. Um, we have an important uh. But it's not an important article. It's just another article of stupidity. But I did want to talk about this um, a little bit. Chad, how are you and me and most other people in the audience successful? Well, we there's, dude, there's a lot of potential answers to that. We didn't have kids when we couldn't afford them. We didn't have kids. We, good ver- verb there. Okay. We're able to earn money and we don't frivol- frivolously spend it on stupid crap. Have and earn. Okay. Um, well, we're not married. I don't know if that makes us married, <laughs> but the negative verb, we did not get married, but mar- okay, yeah. action. All right. Okay. What else do we do? Uh, what else do we do? We have a skill. I suppose you could call it. We have a skill that people actually want and need. We trained. Yeah. Okay. I, the reason I'm focusing on the verbs is what do verbs indicate? Well, verbs indicate that we got off our asses and did something. Action. Yeah. Action. We took action. Although not having kids, you know, we. That's anti-action. Yes. But but it's still the act of not is the act of, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't mean to bore people with with local politics. And this isn't. uh, And and this is going all over. I don't pay attention in the news. I'm not like, do you see the, the article about, oh, my gosh, a Jewish lady's acting black to get money. Did you see that article kicked up by the media today? No, it, it doesn't matter. That's my whole point is there are out of 320 million people. There's going to be an idiot every day. 
And depending on what rewards or consequences, policy, government, institutions, entities, like right now we reward people for being black. That's why you got that Rachel Dolezal gal. Now, surprise, surprise, there's another lady acting like she was black because she had tanner skin. She was actual ethnically Jewish, I believe, Mediterranean. So she had curly hair, black hair, so she could pass as, I don't know, quarter black perhaps or whatever. Um, you, you provide incentive. You, we'll pay you to be black. Oh, I'm black. I'm disabled. I, 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 uh, I identify as such and such. Point is, it doesn't matter it, that the, the news cycle, the news, it's just BS every day. And I, that's why I don't really want to talk about it. And this is the same thing with this article. I really don't. The reason I'm highlighting this is to make a much more larger point about action. <clears throat> so don't get angry. Your, your, um, golem, uh, mayor, the one missing the chromosomes and <laughs> looks like yeah. she got hit by a truck when she was younger. Dear um, Lori, Lori Lightfoot. She's done many stupid things. So oh, this yeah. has nothing to do with the mayor of St. Paul, uh, Carter, Mayor Carter. Is it Jim Carter? What's his name? It doesn't matter. So here, here's from the, the twins. At, uh, St. Paul, Mayor Carter. City will give 500 monthly to 150 families in guaranteed income pilot pilot program for basic university guaranteed income <clears throat> calling race-based poverty and fight now two things i know he's got to talk about race mr carter is black as well let's remove race from this this point is not about race though poverty does disproportionately affect, affect a minority but ignore that for now yeah calling race-based poverty and financial instability in the pandemic era part of a series of compound crises uh saint paul mayor melvin carter on thursday announced he had created an 18-month guaranteed basic income program by executive order just executive order <clears throat> just took the saint paul city taxpayers but they vote for them they, they can't wait to pay the taxes the city will issue 500 month 500 a monthly to 150 low-income families impacted by the pandemic uh, if our budget does not reflect our values, then not our values, said Carter, who evoked slain civil rights leader Martin Luther King Jr.'s anti-poverty campaign, while acknowledging that critics would call the effort far-fetched or even a radical idea. Now, this guy also gave every, I, I think he wanted to or either did, give every child born in St. Paul a $50 savings bond. Ooh, ooh. Keep that in mind, 500 and maybe $50 a kid, right? Yeah, and not even not even fifty dollars a kid. Because what about bond chain? If it's a fifty dollars savings bond, what does that mean? Oh, I mean, it means a lot of things. But I mean, it's, it's coming from our pockets, and they're not even really getting any interest on it. Right, but if you got a fifty dollars savings U.S. savings bond, fifty dollars U.S. savings bond as a little kid, and it was issued that day, okay, could you go to the bank and get fifty bucks? No. What can you get? <laughs> Oh, lollipop, I guess. Maybe uh, 10 bucks because 10 why, bucks. Chad? What do, what do bonds do? Well, they eventually mature, but uh, I don't know. I wouldn't invest in bonds right now. That's a whole well, other I, my, thing. If, if we're going to criticize the mayor on this, he's a fool. He's yeah. an idiot. And he is terribly sorry, ladies and gentlemen. He's your standard black politician. Not all of them. You do get some Republican politicians. Try to vote for Herman Cain and my buddy Ben Carson. Diggle, but this is your rank and file other people's money. This guy's never worked a job in his life. He fails the Clary test. This is a miserable, laughable joke. He's been in academia, nonprofits. All he knows is grant money, other people's money. And that's worked out really well for poor people, right? I mean, that's just, that's just worked out great, right? You said this is the mayor, right? This is the mayor, yes. Uh, what does uh, the Twin Cities have one mayor for both no. cities? 
to, yeah, because the other guy, separate so. city. Yeah, the other guy's Jacob Fry. Yeah, he uh, sucked. So, <clears throat> well, they both suck. It, they, they are interchangeable. Now, Fry is white. This doesn't matter. Point is, all these people know is other people's money. That's yeah. it. That's the solution to everything. We don't have enough in taxes, and the reason why is they've never generated their own money. They've only they've literally gone from being a child to going into academia to working for nonprofits. We're going to change the world to inevitably some of them being lucky enough to making it into a significant political position such as this. So they get their money and all they know, because that's their life experience is other people's money. Right. So you follow me so far. This is so it could be Melvin Carter, it could be Jacob Fry, it could be Golem My Precious, who is the mayor yeah. of Chicago right now. It doesn't matter if they're all interchangeable. And I do mean that as an accurate description of them, but also an insult because there is no intelligence in them. They are they are rote subroutines of programs of other people's money. That's it. They got a hammer, other people's money. They've been slamming it away for 60 years. Doesn't work. Okay, uh, cities are suffering. Poor people are suffering, predominantly disproportionately minorities and black people. But again, my point is not. We're talking about a fool, is what I'm saying. We're talking about a guy who's got. He literally thinks giving little kids born in St. Paul what is essentially a ten dollar bond uh, yeah. is going to help them with college and and change all the structural problems that cause poverty. That's the type of idiot we're dealing with. Right. Yeah. Uh, appearing at City Hall for a rare in-person's news conference, the mayor noted that more than 70,000 residents of the city of 315,000 people have applied for unemployment benefits since the start of the, the disease. He sought to link a national increase in violent crime to growing race-based poverty and hopelessness exacerbated by racial tension. I, I'd agree with that. Who caused that? Well, can we say who caused it? No, I don't. Not, not, not who, who caused people to get upset and angry and go ride and protest. And keep in mind, it's not just black people. Go to Portland, go to San. Why? Oh, who, who programmed these people to get angry and go protest? Because life isn't fair. I mean, I'm going to say the media, but there's probably more. The answers. Melvin Carters. The Jacob Fries, your professors, your academics, your leftists have constantly indoctrinated and programmed the young, two younger generations and some older generations that they are hopeless. They have no agency. They are at the behest of the world. They're just a twig flowing down this torrential river and that it's other people's fault that they're in this situation. Yeah. Right. That, that they are, it's the snake eating itself where you have our governor, Governor Walsh. Mayor Fry, and it could be any mayor, Betsy Hodges, it could be anyone before. All they did was program young people who are not so young anymore, they're adults, for the past 30 years that it's other people's fault, you're oppressed, you're a victim, and by the way, you should go and fight for social justice. That's heroic. That's a job. Like, that's your life point and purpose. And now that they've built these Frankenstein monsters, the Frankenstein monsters are mature and they're adults now, I mean. Physically mature, not mentally mature. Oh my gosh, the Frankenstein monster is attacking us and they're poor and they majored in worthless things and expected government handouts. What do we do? Other people's money, more of other people's money. <laughs> so this is this is the idiot. So <clears throat> he sought the national increase in violent crime to growing race-based poverty and whole. Yeah, but these people cause that hopelessness, that jealousy, the anger, the agitation by fanning the flames 
of division between race, sex, gender, you know, what leftists do. Instead of having a sit down like, hey, how about you stop having kids you can't afford? How about you major in engineering? So I just just trying to lay down the situation here. What's going on? Uh, what's changed in our country right now is not a number of police officers. The mayor said what's changed is the amount of desperation caused by you, Mr. Carter. He added, we have more families right now. They're experiencing homelessness. More families are out of work. More families are struggling to feed their children because of you guys, Mr. Carter. You lied to him saying they could have all the kids in the world, do whatever they want, and there'd be no consequences. Carter's executive order launches the 18-month demonstration program, which will be funded largely by philanthropic support. That's good. At least, at least that's good. As well as nearly 300000 in Federal CARES Act dollars. Whose dollars are those? Uh, the ones you and I and everybody else put <laughs> yes, in. Yes, uh, everyone listening here, we're the one paying. I don't want to hear you nonprofit people or you people that collect grant money say you have a job. You are no different than the welfare bums you claim to be helping out. Major funders are expected to be announced shortly. The mayor of for guaranteed income national network would pay for the program evaluation. The mayor said he did not expect to use local property taxes for the $1.5 million effort, which is still completing its fundraising, though he had not closed the door on the idea. <clears throat> bah, 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 backed in part by Twitter and Square CEO Jack Dorsey, Mayor Michael Tubbs began a program 500-125 in Stockton, extended the program to January of 2021. We could go on. All right. Now, we'll, we'll test you here. Why do I target men in all my doings? Not in mm-hmm. a, like a sniper way or a vibe. Why do I speak to men? Why, why if I'm going to deliver something, I tailor it to men? Well, first of all, that's probably at least 90% of your audience, right? Or your fans? Well, chicken egg. Did, did I, when I started, did I... Say I'm only going to target men, or would I like some money from the ladies too? Right, here's here's the food. Anyone can eat it. So is it I was targeting men, or that men just happened to gravitate towards the message? Probably the latter. I mean, I don't know if you were necessarily like targeting men, but I think you resonate a little bit more with us. Why? One, because you actually give us the truth and don't sugarcoat it. What do women want? (laughs) They don't want their feelings to get hurt. Right. Generally, do we know hardworking women that support pa 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 pa? Sure. Do we know them? Mary Jo, the GF, we, we know plenty of wonderful. I have a lot of female clients. <clears throat> right. They are the exception, not the rule. Generally speaking, the reason I speak to men is one, because they're receptive to the message. Mm-hmm. But two, there's a good chance they will do what I say, or at least hear it out. At least hear it out. No matter what it's about, but finances, race, dating, whatever, career, they're at least going to lend me their ear. May not get the ear, but they'll lend it to me. This is why I wrote The Black Man's Guide Out of Poverty as opposed to Bachelorette Pad Economics. Why? Well, they wouldn't. Re- they Maybe they'd read it, but they wouldn't actually follow through with anything if you wrote it for them. The Black Man's I can get a guy. I can have a, dis- a frank discussion about race. No, no pussyfooting around. Say, hey, stop having kids you can't afford. Don't major in stupid things and other things tailored specifically to the situation black men find themselves in. And I will, of course, I'm going to get called racist, but there's always going to be some Yahoo. Vast majority of guys who read it loved it. Said a positive experience. This helped out. If I wrote a book called Bachelorette Pad Economics with the same amount of empiricism, truth, that is the only way, by the way, to help people out, what would the response be from women? It'd be negative because uh, they would read things in there that don't uh, that make them feel bad, you know, that, that, that make them sad. Right. 
Yeah. No one would buy it is one thing. Okay? Yeah. What people did buy it would call it sexist and misogynist when it would ironically be the exact opposite. It'd be like, here's how you close the wage. Yeah. Here's how you get progress. Here's how you get happiness. This book is intended to help you. But because women want feelings, they're willing to subscribe to lies. They're willing to live in a delusional world as a group way more than men. The male audience, black, Hispanic, white, Jewish, it doesn't matter. Men are more receptive to the products I'm producing than women. So women are allowed to listen to this, but I'm sorry, ladies. Frankly, I found you don't, you won't listen to anything unless I tell you what you already want to hear. Right? Yeah. And Oprah's got that covered and the Democrat party's got, go, go talk to Mayor Melvin. He'll talk to you. He'll, he'll tell you whatever you want to hear. Right. But, and I've also found out how do you get women to listen? Ooh. Well, they won't this, comply, mean, but they'll listen. You mean aside from telling them what they want to hear? Um, Right. If I have to sell a woman the truth or something shit that that's, <clears throat> hey, you got cancer or, hey, you got this disease. Here's the antidote. It sucks. It, it's a big syringe. It's going to hurt a lot. How do you get, how do you get a dog? To, how do you get a cat to do what you want? It's not doing what you want it to do. What do you do? I mean, you can sugarcoat things. You can offer it uh, food or something. <laughs> How do you get a cat to like, come on, Chad, this is oh, leave it. You leave the cat alone. You ignore the cat. I'm not how really get, a cat person. How do you get a kid to do it? You want, you want that kid, I don't know, to run up the hill and he's tired and lazy. Provide an incentive for him. Well, yeah. How, how do you get any kid, any teenager? What do you tell a young kid? If, if you wanted to, if you, how can I put this? If you want to guarantee, guarantee a kid will do something, what do you tell the kid? I'll give you a piece of chocolate. No, no. wrong, wrong, opposite. Oh, don't, you- don't you go there. Don't go in that room. Whatever, don't go in that room. Or I bet you can't run up that hill. There's no way you could run up that hill. And it's the same thing with women. You're oh, I not, see. Yeah, and it's not reverse psychology. Maybe it is. I don't know. I don't care. I've just found out that you tell the gals the truth, they don't want nothing to do with it. Mm-hmm. If I say, you can't handle the truth. This is not for you. It's men only. Oh, they will claw their way in. Yeah. So ironically, yeah. what I've just done now may get one or two more women to lend me their ears. But I'm still going to focus on men because this is, it's the older brother podcast. I want younger men and any women intelligent enough to listen to escape this poverty. Can I just throw something sure, in? This is, this is this is not contradictory to what you're saying. It's just, no. it's interesting. For my client base, I'd say I mostly have women. Do you think they're the ones that are not doing what I say and basically giving oh, me no, a lot of Oh, no, no, I guarantee you it's men. Men are the oh, yeah. dude, bro, procrastinate. Yeah. Absolutely men. Yep, no, yeah. there's no doubt. I saw that in big. Yep, yep. Yeah. I will hand that to women. They usually are a little bit more on time with those type of things. Men are always, this isn't important. I'm a big guy. I got important things to do. They're in the listening, what I'm saying, whereas the guys sometimes just fight me along the way. That gets old. It's called a fire button, and you kick them off to HR block. <laughs> HR. All right. So, again, take race out. This, I know it's couched in race, but are there poor people? Yes. Has escaping poverty been one of the biggest would you say economic problems facing the human race throughout its entire existence? I'd say so. Yeah. I'd, I'd say it's probably the 
most important. I mean, we'd all like to be rich, sure, but it's more important to get people out of poverty, right? Because that's where more suffering is, more or less standards of living, unhappier lives. You follow me on the logical? Yeah. If you could say, Aaron, could you double the amount of billionaires or would you like to eliminate poverty? I would like to eliminate poverty. Yeah. There's more utility in that. All right. So this is one of the main things in that. Have we, and by we, I mean the Mayor Fries and the Mayor Melvins and the Betsy Hodges and the Democrats and the Socialists and the Great Society and the Democrat Party and UBI programs and Andrew Yangs and Nancy Pelosi. Empirically, have we gotten rid of poverty? Not even close. Not even close. I I forget what the number is. It's something like $30 trillion just yeah, for okay. whatever. Tens of trillions of dollars has been spent over the past 60 years trying to get people out of poverty. Now, 60 years, that's two generations of not just black people, mind you, but all types of people who are poor, were born poor, lived poor, and died poor. Could we say we've murdered those people in an economic philosophical sense? Not you and me, like we didn't do it, but have the policies that we've enacted to, quote, solve poverty, which haven't solved poverty, have we not basically ruined hundreds of millions of people's lives? Well, yeah, because you're robbing them of their ability to make it on their own. There you go. This is the point I wanted to get to the younger men. Some of the older men that are listening probably get this, but since there's more poor than there are middle income or, or rich, especially if you're a younger guy, you know, uh, you know, you're working your crap job. You're 18, 19. All you guys are poor. Holy shit. What? I know. I know. It's awesome. It's great. Somebody also made a $100 donation to my super or my subscribe star thing. Um, wow. Anyway. Wow. And you had to make it when Chad's here. Now I got to share it with him. Thanks, man. <laughs> Thanks. But, but maybe that motivated him to make it. He's like, oh, I love that. Hey, Chad I will that. admit, I will <laughs> admit when you shake your little tushy on the digital catwalk here, you, uh, it, you do make it rain. You, uh, you, thank uh, you, Fred. That's awesome. We'll read it a little, a little bit. Later. Oh, is it Fred? I got to hire Fred, by the way. I got a project for him. Cool. But, uh, all right. Anyway. <clears throat> uh, so none of this has worked. People are still poor, and I don't know how tired uh, young black men, but any young man or women, if those of you who still are around, I don't know how tired you guys are being poor. I don't know how many more generations, of which people are still alive today, like go look at your, your uncle or if your grandparents are alive. Generally speaking, are they still blaming the white man? I mean, the uh, uh, what's his name? He was the city council member in Seattle. He might still be Gossett, I think is his last name, but maybe I'm confu- confusing him with Lou Gossett Jr. Um, but <laughs> yeah, this guy was the this guy was the one. He's a black guy, former Black Panthers. He's 70 something now. And no more than five years ago, he was saying that they should stop using uh, sidewalk sprayers to wash the streets of people shitting in the streets. Predominantly white people, by the way, to show we're all in this together. Yeah. What do you remember why he was against spraying the streets with the sidewalk sprayers? Wasn't it because it would um I remember this man, I read the article. It's on the tip of my tongue, but I can't remember. What because it, it would hearken or flashback uh, some of the elderly uh black people in the community to the days they were getting hit with hoses oh, back during right. the racial riots in yes, uh, 68, yeah. 67, that kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. I, <laughs> Before you guys are 74 and on your way out, I got to ask, we could ask black men and women, but everybody about this. Do you want to live that guy's life? 
No. Do you I mean, want to have your existence on this planet be Whitey is out to get us because they're spraying the sidewalks or the Jews or, oh, I need more government money. It's not my fault. Do you want to live that life? Look at your I mean, family. And this goes for anyone. The Hicks in Evansville, Wyoming, where my daddy in a trailer, my, my, my granddaddy in a trailer, and my cousin is my wife, and, and we're going to get the welfare check. All right. Are you sick and tired of living single wide trailers? Are you sick and tired of living in the barrio in the ghetto? All right. Let's speak to our Latino brothers and sisters. I don't know where uh, Juan is, our other buddy, you know, that Atham fella. Right? <laughs> He's but, in there. Hey, hey, are you guys sick and tired of having like a brood of eight kids and your wife gets fat and then you wonder where the money goes because you're a roofer and a roofer can't handle a family of 10? <laughs> All right. This has nothing to do with how the Democrats and the leftists and the socialists and the communists have painted it. It has nothing to do with race or gender. It has nothing to do with your traits. What does it have to do with? We talked about it at the beginning of the show. Now, yeah, never, yeah, okay. But what, what I, I asked you, how we got or how we avoided poverty in some cases, or how we got out of poverty. Well, the, yeah, we took action. We didn't do anything stupid. Not, action. Yeah. Action. We didn't sit there and wait for Mayor Carter to give us $500 yeah. per family, by the way. $500 per family. You think that's going to solve someone's problem? No. Well, this is no. why, you know, this whole stimulus thing, that's a totally oh, other topic. Yeah. But. I, dude, I have the same complaints of Trump. I mean, everyone's like, oh, Obama was horrible. I'm like, oh, but Trump just... Printed off another two trillion. I mean, forget that. This is the, the point I want to talk about was the only way to escape poverty is through yourself. Right. Is responsibility. Having agency in yourself. You are an agent, not an object. Do you know the diff difference between an agent and an object? Yeah, an agent, an object can't do anything. An, an agent can actually, you know, make their own luck, so to speak. Right. An agent has agency. And you think agency, well, central intelligence, you think of it as an institution or an entity. That's its different functional purpose of a noun. Agent or agency means you have control over what you want. Chappie is not an agent. It's just a, a thing of chapstick. Right? <laughs> Chappie is an agent. I chose to work security. I chose not to have women, uh, children. I chose to get a vasectomy. I chose not to buy new cars. I chose to pay care. I chose to live in basements. <clears throat> and the problem, and this is just the number, the, the reason people stay in poverty, let's just say. The reason most people today stay in poverty is because you refuse to take agency and right. you insist on being an object. I'm helpless. And a lot of this you can understand being conditioned and brainwashed from the age of five when you're a little kid that, oh, you're oppressed. It's the evil, evil man. It's the evil, evil white people. It's the evil, evil Jews. It's the George Bush. And in our day, it was the evil corporations. Don't worry. We're the Democrat Party or the Socialist Party. We'll go get those other people's money and give it to you. In the meantime, you do what? Uh, you sit on your ass and wait for a handout? Sit on your ass, watch Maury Povich, go breed some more, and wait for a handout, which becomes what? What is that, what is that going to guarantee happens to you and your finances? Well, you're going to be totally dependent on it, and uh, you're not going to save, you're not going to invest. It becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy. Yeah. If you sit on your ass 
Now you're really, it's kind of this, <clears throat> not kind of the same. It's exactly identical. Oh, she won't say yes to me if I ask her out. Well, what did you just guarantee then? You guaranteed that you don't even have a chance. You her. failed. You guarantee yeah. fail. Oh, I'm not going to take a shot at going to school and going uh, getting a degree in engineering. I'm not going to take a shot. That, well, I'm probably going to fail. Well, you're you're guaranteeing failure now. Yeah. I oh, I'll probably no. Oh, and and it's this is where we're just two schmucks on the internet <clears throat> with with a YouTube channel. I'm trying not to curse. So maybe we forward this and share it. And YouTube. Oh my gosh, we're having a conversation that might be productive of closing racial gaps and sexual gaps and income gaps, and we might get people out of poverty. <clears throat> I don't think we've slipped on the cursing. I don't think ass. No, I don't think. So. <laughs> but my point is. Even though we're the small little YouTube channel, and there have literally been trillions of dollars through the education system, through the media, especially nowadays with social media, blaming your failure on other people, meaning you are hopeless and there's nothing to do. So here's your instructions, poor people. Sit here, vote Democrat, get your government check. That yeah. is why you're poor. And then when you're bored and you got nothing else to do, what do you do? Well, they either spend the money or sit around and watch Space Ghost. Or... Sure, watch Space Ghost. What else do you do? As a post-pubescent individual, <laughs> what do you do? <clears throat> porn? <laughs> Whoa, very close. Very close. Why porn? Well, because it's the same. You don't have to do anything. Uh, okay, you don't have to do anything. But if there's a woman available to you, what would you do? <laughs> well, you would... Uh... You would spend money on her and try to. Oh God, Jesus, Chad! <laughs> yeah, it's just saying, man. You're poor, okay? Travel with me now to Northeast Casper. We go to Evansville, Wyoming, a suburb of Casper. That is all trailers. I'm not joking. Go look it up. You're getting your government check, okay? Jessup Johnson and Jessica Johnson. All right, and you're you're just sitting there in the trailer. <clears throat> You could go work at the coal mine or the oil rigs or whatever, but you don't want to because you got your Trump bucks or your government check. And there's Jessica. What do you do? Well, you're going to have sex with her, which is going to lead to dependence, which you cannot afford. Why does it lead to dependence? What's, what's the big thing you just skipped there? Well, because if you, if you get dependence, then they're going to pay you even more uh, in terms of government oh, assistance. Oh, dependence. Yeah, dependence. Not, children. Okay, yeah, I thought children. you said dependence. <clears throat> you have children. Yeah. Can you go back in the Wayback Machine and make that go away? No. No. no, no. no. And now you have permanently screwed up your life. You have yeah. guaranteed the poverty. And our buddy Juan will testify to that. He has a couple kids with a psychopath. Uh, so bad that in California, he got possession of the kids. <clears throat> and he, he is struggling. I mean, now he's happy. He knows he has sanity. He knows what the real world is. But man, that guy's got to struggle. He's got to wrench on all those cars all those days. He's trying to escape San Francisco. Right? And it, it, it's way, it's putting it on hard mode. It's putting life on hard mode. Yeah. So now you're poor. Now you got kids in tow. So not only do you have to split the money, the $500 Melvin Carter so kindly gave you, that'll get you out of poverty. Now you got to split it among all these kids and you have to spend time taking care of the kids because they just don't take care of themselves. Now you, can't, you have even less time to either go get an advanced degree, get some kind of certification, save up money. You are complete. And now you're guaranteed to be poor for the rest of your life. Did Whitey have anything to do with that? 
No, we didn't have anything to do with that. Did the man, um, did penide people have anything to do with you girls majoring in dumb crap? That's that's not anything. Well, you tried to warn them against that. I did. I did. All I'm pointing out is you are taking a gun, you're putting it to your foot, you're pulling the trigger, saying, ah, other people, whoever socialists and Democrats and Nancy Pelosi and Casio-Cortez told you to blame, oh, the, the Jew shot me in my foot, the white man shot me at, no. You made stupid choices because you lied around. You had nothing else to do because you're like, what? Don't do it. Because you refuse to take the effing agency. And so for all the men out there and the two or 3% of women that are listening, you are going to be doomed to poverty if you follow the Democrat, leftist, socialist, Black Lives Matter, whatever. It's all leftist. That's all it is. Feminist narrative, Black Lives whatever. If you follow that narrative and you follow their advice, sit there, shut up, don't do anything, then you are doomed. You become the self-fulfilling prophecy. You become that idiot in Seattle who, who's, I can't imagine how happy he can be where he actually thinks cleaning the sidewalks of shit is heart having people have PTSD flashbacks. I mean, think about that. This short existence you got on this planet and all you can do is obsess about Whitey to the point you think cleaning sidewalks is racist. You're like, forget, forget poverty. How about mental health and enjoying your life? You got this one effing time in life and that's it. And then it goes away. Do you want to live like your forefathers? Do you want to live in the, oh, I got to inherit my great granddaddy's single wide trailer in Evansville, Casper, Wyoming. Ooh, look, we got an old dodge all rusted out. I'm going to have sex with fat women in Casper. Could that alter? Do you want that life? Or do you want to take agency and control, make decisions, take actions, and get the F out of poverty? Man, you were in such a great mood. I hope this. Didn't, I am in uh... a great mood. I got the solution <laughs> to poverty right here. This isn't a secret. I'm just amazed at how like addicted to laziness people are because the Democrats. Here's the problem, Chad. If you're going to take agency and you're going to take action, what does that mean? You got to do. It means you got to stop being lazy, and I think yeah. a lot of people have issues with that. It's a four-letter word that people hate more than the F word. They hate it more than the N word. Although that's not does, a four-letter word. Does it start with a W? It starts with a W. Yes. A lot of people don't want to do that word that starts with a W. You got to work. You got to work. What? Laziness, why I understand. And <clears throat> do I like working for the man? No. No. You don't Did you have, like you don't working? Have, hell no. We don't have, you know, men we work for. Well, yeah, but, but we had to at one time, right? Yeah, of course. Yeah, I mean, there was no, you know, there's no getting around. I mean, unless you... You're Bill Gates, and you got rich dad, and he like gives you the seed money to start Microsoft. You're a wunderkind. You just start off with Microsoft. Okay, I get yeah. that, but uh, th th very rare exception, right? But for everybody else, yeah, you got. But here's here's my question: Aren't you guys tired of watching Maury Povich? If, if that's even on, are you guys sick and tired on. of watching? Is it still on? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Still on. I mean, for, for the ladies, are you done watching the Ellen DeGeneres, DeGeneres show? Didn't Oprah get tiring after the 15th year? The view. Of the, the view, whatever. I, let's bring men into this. Do you need to watch another episode of ESPN as you hork down your Dorito? Do you need to play more video games? Do you need to watch more porn? <laughs> Do you need to go down to the bar? 
I go to the bar to get away from this mental chaos, and it's like, why are people wasting their lives? I can't stand that existential crisis on other people. Forget myself. Like, I can't see. It. I just, it's just like a, an entire society wasting their lives. I mean, is that fun? And I'm not I'm sure like delivering pizzas isn't fun and being a checkout guy or gal over at McDonald's isn't fun. But wouldn't you rather have the journey and not to mention the money? Oh, Melvin Carter's going to get you 500 bucks. Trump gets you 600 bucks. So we're talking 1100. Oh, I'm sorry, 1150 with that great bond he just gave to get. So that's $1,100 yeah. $1, a month for a family of four. You're not going to escape poverty relying on the government. Now, let's just say you got a family of four. They're poor, right? Live in Eastside St. Paul. Let's say they're all poor. Right? That's the worst part of St. Paul. Let's say the mother, the father, which is a, okay, let me, let me change this. That's not real. You're a single mother with three kids because there ain't no fathers around Eastside St. Paul. <clears throat> that would indicate responsibility, agency. Oh, so there's the single that. mom with three kids. None of them have the same dad. They're all half, uh, half siblings. All right. Okay. Let's say that all the half siblings are 16 and older or say 14 and older. Let's say the mom go work at McDonald's for 20,000 years. Is that a lot of money? Uh, no. Okay. Let's say the other kid goes work at McDonald's for 20,000 years. Is that a lot of money? No. And I have, okay. yep. yeah. Also, one, I have something to add, but sorry, go oh, ahead. Okay. The, the, the second kid, he goes, uh, I don't know, he works at a greenhouse or some kind of general laborer. He makes $20,000 a year. And then the last kid who's 16, let's say he's still got school and whatnot going on. Uh, he goes and he works uh, for 10000 So we got 2020, 2010, that's uh, 70000 right? Yeah. All right. Is that more than what Melvin Carter gave him? Uh, it's it's definitely more, but there, is there's it more than what Trump gave him? Oh, yeah. Okay. All of a sudden, they work two to three years at McDonald's. Their finances are way better. All right. But they got two years work experience in these respective places. Now what happens? Well, they could move on to a job that would pay a little bit more. Right. Maybe get promoted or they apply yeah. for another job. They got work experience. All right. Are they as desk? Now, they had to work. What did they miss out on? Uh, fun, sleep. Uh... What? Really? You think it's that fun? I know sleeping in is fun, but is watching Maury Povich fun? No, no, no. I, don't, I mean, I get what you're asking. You're right. trying to – what are they giving up? What's the opportunity? Cost you're giving up be? nothing. <laughs> You're giving up the life of like what your grandfather had, your dad had, and that is bitching and whining about other people and being poor. You're not missing anything. You just oh wow, my father did dope, my grandfather did dope. We sat on the patio and drank beers, and we bitched about other people causing our problems. Holy cow! Can't wait to have what a fourth, fifth generation of that. Have you ever heard of the earned income tax credit? Yes, where you don't even like if you work, you get some kind of money. It's not even a tax deduction. It's just you get a check, right? Basically, it is a tax deduction in that you know it's dollar for dollar off of what you owe, or you'll get a refund that's dollar for dollar higher. Mm -hmm. Now, some people love this, some people hate it. Um, this may sound heartless. I am really against the EITC. Because it rewards too much lazy. Like it, you're giving too much to people who should not be having that many kids. And, and right. Should be yeah. Well, we, I, I don't try to take on all the world's problems, let alone the financial ones, all in one shot. All I'm pointing out, and this is a very special uh, lesson or podcast or message or whatever, because it's only going to go to the people that listen to it. All right. Mm -hmm. 
Uh, it's only people who have strength of character, the intelligence, the true independent critical thinking, the independent thought to say, I'm not, wait, you know, I was told follow my heart and the money will follow, but getting a degree in communications that I did some research and I think I'm a, it takes that level of, of intelligence that, and I wouldn't even say intelligence, but, but courage, intellectual courage, I guess is the real word I'm looking for. You know, I know all my girlfriends said that they're, they're strong and independent and, and women, men should like women for whatever, but you know, I, I got this nagging feeling in the back of my head. Men want thin women. Cause that's who they, you know, I, I, you know what I know men really want this. So you I'm going to dedicate the time. I'm going to dedicate the time to go to the gym, lift weights and diet so that I might be able to find a guy. I know I'm an evil man. Now here, yeah. watch me, watch, watch how racist I get here. <laughs> Imagine a little black kid in East St. Paul. All right. Raised by a black family, black mayor, goes to school, black, predominantly, uh, there's some other races involved, <clears throat> but he goes to a, a poor city school. Teachers, you think the teachers are going to tell him anything but racism? Huh. Gets out of, I, oh, they, they condition these young poor kids to think, you should go and major in social justice if like, they actually think that's a real job or a profession. How, like, you think about how independent-minded Ben Carson was to get out of that. Think about the the true strength of mind it takes for a young boy or a young girl to say, this is BS. Like to look back and reject all of their environment, all their upbringing, everything, their parents, their teachers, their mayors, their, every, their entire environment saying, hey, you are oppressed and this these people are the bad guys and you should go and major in this. What kind of strength does it take an individual, especially a young man or woman to have to Buck that and say, I'm going and join the military. I'm getting out of here. I'm getting my CPA. What what percent of the population do you think has that strength? Not intelligence, but the intellectual strength to do that. You know, that's a great question. I'm not sure where I would start in terms of a guess. Oh, maybe, less than one percent. Oh, I was gonna say, one. like, I was gonna say maybe 10%. You think it's no. that low? Well, you could let's make an argument here if we were to continue focusing on the black community. Eight to nine percent of the black community does vote Republican, so you could use that as a proxy. So maybe your ten percent is a better estimate. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'm thinking the little kid, well, little kid, seventeen year old, who's just been thoroughly inculcated into that. I, I'm wondering it'd probably be less, but maybe you're right. Maybe it would be. Uh, maybe the poverty and and the the squalor is so much. And, you know, the mom's fighting the dad if the dad's around and the drug. I mean, and Neville, I think the young boys, this is why I think they're more receptive. I don't, don't, it's not that I don't care about the young girls. It's just they're not receptive to the mess. I think somewhere between one and nine percent would maybe say we're out of here. I'm just trying to reach that one to nine percent. I'm trying to reach your Ed Lattimore's, you know, our Dre's. You know, it's like, whoa, screw this. We're out of here. But using this as a larger point to anybody who's poor, you're going to waste your life. You're going to damn yourself to poverty if you don't stop taking the government check and get off. Simply because let's talk about another angle, the feasibility. There's not a you can tax all you want those evil rich people. And I did the I did the math. and I think you could live on on an average income like seven months if we took everyone's wealth, hmm. all right? You, and here's another thing. When can you get the money if you're dependent on the government? Uh, when can you get it? I guess whenever yeah. they decide to... When they decide to give you the yeah. check. First of the what month, if I other, guess. Right. 
There's also a group of people called the taxpayer who don't want to give you their money. And so they're going to, they're going to vote it down. There's this pressure. Why the PPP loan has nothing to do with welfare. One could argue corporate welfare. All right. What kind of a pain in the ass was it to file for that crap? So not only was it a real pain in the ass to file for it, it's worse because we're starting to get to the stage where you put in the paperwork to get it forgiven. Right. Dude, that paperwork is a bitch. I oh. had a client. Uh, no, that's fine. We're not going to get cut for that, I don't think. I had a client, Sudanese guy, came over here. Uh, parents immigrated. He born here. Right here. So, <clears throat> uh, and he's like, I was thinking about joining the military and da da da. He's a fan of Turd Flinging Monkey, of all things. Oh, so cool. he, uh, he hates cool. the communists. Yeah. So he's, again, different mind thinking, one of that one to nine percent. And he says, but if I leave, oh, I, I dropped out of college because I didn't know where I was going. But since I dropped out of college, we have to probably pay more in rent. It's like, so you're on government rent, huh? Government housing. What is the compliance and the maintenance cost? Not to mention the handicap. Now you got to live with you. You have to file with your landlord some kind of documentation. I dropped out of college. Now that affects my rent. How much of this red paper nightmare sucks up your time? Go make your money. Get your own damn apartment and never dick with this again. It was the same thing with the PPP. I didn't want to dick around with my time. Did I miss out on maybe a thousand bucks? Maybe. Who cares? Not worth it. I'm an independent man. I am an agent. I get out of poverty and I'm not waiting for permission from the government to get out of poverty. I'm not hinged and completely dependent on that check. I'm not also at the mercy of the voting population, not to mention the mercy. Let's say we decide to vote in 80% taxes. We're all going to take care of the poor. What would happen, Chad? We voted that in. Hallelujah. We have pretty much communism. Our incomes are guaranteed. What will happen? People are going to stop trying to earn money because it's just going to go to people who don't want to work. You will end the economy and all you get all the government checks in the world. There will be nothing in the stores to buy it with. I feel like that's happening now. That happened in Venezuela. Yeah. That happened in Russia. There's a reason when you went to the bread line, you had bread lines in Soviet Russia because there wasn't enough bread being made. They didn't have when that was Gorbachev and Khrushchev. They both came here and they were amazed at grocery stores because, you know, in Soviet Russia, you wait in line. And then in the United States, bread wait for you because it's just <laughs> sitting there waiting for you. You just go pick it up. Yeah. <clears throat> and so do you guys want to be dependent on that system to what to ultimately have a life of what? Watching uh, 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 Maury Povich watching Cardi B with the and that kind of thing. Do you want us to do pot, which I understand it sometimes might be fun, right? But that's your own thing, all right? Do you want to just sit there on the porch all day doing nothing? Or do you want to go do something with your life? And not the BS, your teachers and guidance calls and professors, who, by the way, are losers. They've never worked a real job in your life. Oh, go protest. And uh, I mean, really, look at all these idiots in Seattle. Again, shows you has nothing to do with race. All those losers, predominantly white, Portland and Seattle, predominantly white. What are their lives? What? They go do pot? They go watch the Maury Povich show? Hey, it's 9 p.m. Let's go riot and protest and burn shit down. Let's take down a statue. Is that... They're all going to die and their lives will be bleeping wasted. Do you want the same thing? So Not the, for me. The solution, and let's talk about action. Let's talk about agency. <clears throat> 
does it take a lot of action? I know work is hard. I got that. A lifetime of work sucks, but I argue that's better. That's better than just sitting there watching TV all day. So let's take, there's work. What other actions do you have to do to make sure you're just not poor? Okay. You work hard. You get a decent job. You stay within your budget. How about this? You you form a budget. A lot of people no don't even do that. I try to help them. Um, what am I missing? Like a point. point there, my point is this: to just get out of poverty. Let's not forget. Make it rich. Work hard. Just work. Work. Spend less than you make. Two other things. Okay. Two other things, and we they're not actions. They are anti-actions. We haven't talked about them yet. These no, two we talked things. about them. This, these are, and here's this is the number one. These are the number two causes of. Well, there's three causes of poverty. This one's the biggest one. I think you're going to say uh, debt, college debt, or children. No, Don't, yeah. Don't have kids. You can't yeah. afford. Yeah, that's very easy. No, oh, I don't like the economy. Get a vasectomy. Right? Okay. <laughs> By yeah. the way, most of the time they can be like if you want to have kids, but not now. Most of the time you can't have that uh, vasectomy reversed, and they've been able to successfully extract viable sperm post vasectomy from men. And the latest study I saw it was one hundred percent of the time. Right now they may have do, do five tries, but they can get it. Right, every man should be getting a vasectomy now. Every man, and you know what that would do? Do you know what that would do overnight? It would- it would certainly solve the problem of kids out of wedlock and getting and by default solve what? What have we been trying to do for eons? Economically speaking, what have we been trying to do? Uh, if every man got a vasectomy and only had a kid when he was ready, what would what would men do overnight? That's why I'm the world's greatest economist, and I do claim that title. Jeez, man, I'm I'm having trouble with this one. So this people is so get simple. The number one cause of po- the number one cause of poverty is children. Right. What can men do? So it doesn't matter. Oops, I forgot to take the pill. Oh yeah, huh. I'm on birth control. Oh, I don't like a cut. What? And it all goes away if all men do what? Get the vasectomy and Get you have. Effing, that's it. Oh, that's yeah. it. <laughs> oh, yo, that earning. You know, all these trillions of dollars we spend on single mom and bastardized children. If we take a fraction of that budget, heck, forget the government budget. Guys, drop twelve hundred bucks, and now you have baby mama insurance. You'll never have a baby mama. It's just not like, oops. Oh. I mean, again, speaking to the younger poor people, look through your family history. Do you see your, your older brother with his baby mama or baby mamas? Do you see your uncle with his baby? Do you see your dad around? How many baby mamas they got? Do you see all that what child support you got to pay? What if you just spent 1200 bucks, which is less than you probably spend on a cell phone in a year, and you made it? that there couldn't be any illegitimate children and you had kids when you were ready. I mean, it's, it's no different than getting, then we get like a polo vaccination. Like when we were kids and like what well, tetanus you get, you get vaccinated against, right? You mean polio? I don't think. Yeah. The polio. Yeah. They give us all kinds of vaccinations. I think. Right. So boys, the day you turn 18, you get your ass down to the, uh, uh, urologist, that's who you got to go see. You get that vasectomy. Oh, they'll give you, yeah. but I'm just pointing out, we have the answer right here. <clears throat> Action. Okay. Agency. Right. But to get out of poverty doesn't take that much. It basically means not effing up. 
Don't have kids you can't afford. Vasectomy, $1,200, takes care of that. Don't major in stupid crap. We've talked about that ad nauseum here. And three, don't commit crime. Right? And even if you didn't commit a crime, the officer, okay, I didn't commit a crime. I was in Vegas one time. <clears throat> Drunk guy was bad, bum, parked like 20 yards from him. All of a sudden, there's cops looking at my truck. I look outside. I walked outside. I said, is there something wrong, officers? Is this your truck? I'm like, yeah. He's like, stand over here, please. I'm like, ah, crap. What? 35 minutes later with six cops and five squad cars, they found out I was sober. There was no booze in the truck because it's this crazy guy. Uh, hands on the head. Sit where I can see it. Yes, sir. No, sir. No, sir. Did I want to punch the cop in the face? Probably. Yes. Yes, I did. It had this, he had this. I'll never forget him. He was this. Hey, Las Vegas PD. Any of you guys listening? He, he was patrolling south side over Las Vegas Boulevard, south of 215. Had his effed up tooth over here. Had bad teeth. Tell yeah. him this from Cappy right there. Yes, sir. No, sir. No, sir. I don't have a weapon. No, sir. I don't. Sir, sir. Do you think I, I looked at him as a sir? I mean, you were just not going to resist arrest, I'll say. <laughs> just whatever. We got to get through this fine. And it was the clown. And then they brought the, the sobriety test guy. I'm like, well, give me a, give me a sobriety test then. Oh, well, I don't have the machine. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, we're going to get a sergeant over here who can do you a field sobriety thing. And sergeant like, yeah, he's fine. Well, thank you for your time, sir. Just like, <laughs> but here I am still alive to talk about it. Just pointing that out. <clears throat> you do those three things, you'll escape poverty. Unless some truly, un like you get crippled or have a yeah. horrible disease. In which case, I don't think you're going to find anyone who'd be against giving you charity. I don't think you're going to find any. No. But that's it. We've solved the problem. It's not Mayor Carter, the spectacular mass-produced dipshit of the left, who just like, more people's money, more people's money, more people's money. Here's the 500 times, more people's money, more people's money. It's you. Just don't screw up. Go get a job, any kind of job. Figure out what you want to do. Don't major in stupid crap. Don't commit crime. Boom. We're all out of poverty. We're maybe not all billionaires, but we're all out of poverty. Let me ask you this, Chad. Do you think single family homes or single parent homes are stable, happy places to be? No. You might have a little bit easier time. There might be a, a, a health dividend, a mental health dividend paid. When we stop having kids, we can't afford and we don't want to read. You saw the again, the, the idiots of the media. You see the gal that would did a video celebrating that the uh, Child Protective Services took her seven kids away? No, that happened. I didn't yeah, she, so she was like, she did a video because you're so happy Child Protective Services took her kids away. You Here's here's something you all got to listen to, and this just not does not apply. Again, this is not all applied to it. This is all for all you poor people. A lot of mothers don't love their children. And you can tell... Usually because you have half siblings and your dads aren't around. Now, they may love you, but they love themselves more than you. And if they threaten to kick you out of the family because you dare to move up and they'll lose more Section 8 housing or money, they don't love you. All right? That's another sad thing we got. on. That all goes away when the unwanted children never come into the first place. Why? Because every man in America got a vasectomy. And now single mom Sue or a baby mama Barbara doesn't get your seed. 
So there. So ask ask now who's got the better solution, Mayor Melvin Carter or good old economist Cappy over here. That's all I want to point out with this wonderful idea that Mayor Melvin Carter has. Cool. There. Good. I'm glad we agree. All right. Want to do super chats? Yeah, we got a bunch of them here. Okay. Are you um, on uh, Judd Grover? Because I think I unfortunately fell behind. I'm missing half an hour. Yeah, I'm hoping. Hold on one sec. I think that's the first. Oh, so the first one, we missed an earlier. No, Atham. Do you see Atham for two bucks? No. You know what? Hang on. Let's do this. Let's take a break. Okay. I'll go and pull up the archive, make sure we don't miss it, because I I don't mind doing the Miss Super Chats shows. Okay. but. Um, let's do that. Everyone take a break. I'll pull this up. We'll be, we'll be back in a minute. Too late. Turn back now. I believe, I believe, I believe I'm falling in love. Too late. Turn back now. How's everyone doing? All right, I got it here. Thanks to Jack uh, uh, Donovan Sharp, not da- Jack Donovan. Donovan Sharp, um, he is one cool guy. He really is, man. He's cool. That guy, I, I mean, he's so happy and positive and all that, and he's got hustle. And you know, he's a busy guy, and he's taking time out of his his schedule to help me with my online seminars and all that, setting up through Teachable and whatnot. And um, you know, he's a busy guy, and I'm like, hey, mind if I give you a call? And he will take my call. He's like, hey, what's up, man? And then he wants to just shoot the shoot the breeze. Yeah. And um. Yeah, cool guy. All right. Uh, Let's go see all here. The first one I have is Atham, but there might be one before that. Let me go down. Judd is a couple down. Judd Grover. We're on episode 80, 80, 80. 81. 81. Oh, wow. It's not showing up. Oh, this is Super Chat stickers. I want stickers. I want (sighs) Super Chat activity. I don't think we're really missing a whole lot because the first one I see was at 10.06 and we started about 10. So we may not be missing anything. YouTube at least on analytics, my analytics, Competent, man. This came in August 25th. God darn it, YouTube. Can you just be consistent? <clears throat> I'm sorry, guys. It's just... Yeah, I've noticed you've had some uh, missing Super Chats videos. Yeah, I know. Days. Review your user agreement. Yes, YouTube, I do want all this. Okay, I reviewed that. Can I get... See well, I, I think I, I have... I think you got it? Yeah, we might miss one, but I'm pretty sure I have everything. Okay, yeah. all right, let's go. On. And Ladies and gentlemen, if you had it, email it to me over at uh, com. Yeah, or put it in the chat here. We'll get to it. Um, so, Atham... Atham's actually the first one I have, and okay. it's for two dollars. And it's a little, what is that thing? A cat farting hearts, um, with no text. That'd be, that'd be Atham. Yes, that sounds yeah. like Atham. Yeah. All right. <laughs> All right. Next one. Next one uh, is Miguel Casillas uh, for two dollars. Mm-hmm. He says, "Captain K 
capitalist thumbs down, millennial slash Z life coach thumbs up. He's saying you ought to rebrand, I think. I'm not going to rebrand, no. <laughs> I'm I'm taking a, a I'm offering like these these seminars online to get a completely different market. Um it, so if that's kind of rebranding, but that's I'm throwing a loop into I'm, I'm fishing in other people's ponds with some other items I'm working on. But yeah, I'm not going to rebrand uh, the old Cappy channel here. You know what, Judd, you have it up on your screen right now. Mm -hmm. So that was the first one, Judd Grover for $2. Then he has right. one right after this. He said okay. in the chat. So okay. the first one you have, Judd Grover for 2 bucks. I prefer LLCs, but that's just me. Happy Friday. If you have a business that's becoming successful and you haven't started an LLC yet, you need to do it ASAP. And also what? What kind of insurance should they get? Well, they should get professional liability insurance, depending on what type of profession you're in. Right. right. Yeah. Like, so, I don't think you need that, but a lot of people I, do. I, 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 you know, they're all, what do I invest in? I'm like, what do you got insurance? And by insurance, there's a whole world of insurance, like, you know, your regular car insurance, health yeah. insurance, things like that. But are you insuring your business? Are you insuring your apartment? Do you have silver and precious metals? Do you have cryptocurrency? Are you insuring against economic collapse or inflation? Um, those are, that's part of a individual budget that most people kind of skip over because they logically go right to, Oh, I got to get a 401k and R8. Do you got a gun? Do you have bullets? <laughs> Do you have a bug out bag? I mean, kind of, kind of stuff like that for insurance. Um, and then Judd again, and you should have this one uh, for two bucks. The only pandemic is societal stupidity and that's it. I can't really disagree. Um, all right. The, the earliest I got is at 1033 a.m. So keep going through. Hopefully yeah, I'll just I'll, I'll keep doing these. I think I got it. Um, so after Judd, we have David Little for $1.99. Thank you, Cappy. Found the Zen moment. Um, yeah. Good old Dave. That, yeah. <laughs> Dave's a regular. He's always around, man. He's like uh, he's like DJ Aftershock. You know, he, he'll if he's awake, he's always there. It's like, dude, DJ, it's like 1 a.m. What are you doing? We had a guy from Melbourne, like when we were first getting started, saying he's mm -hmm. tuning in. It's like midnight there. Good, good. Uh, all right. So after that, after that is the hundred dollar one. <laughs> all right. Uh, let me see if I can't find that. I'm at James Streisand. So let's click on um, let's click on the hundred dollar one. Oh, it's not showing up. Go ahead and read it. So for a hundred dollars, Fred Friedman sell. And thanks, dude. That's really. <laughs> really generous of you yeah thanks fred thanks for waiting for chad to be on here i gotta split the pizza. yeah <laughs> great fred well he mentions my name in it so um i know on hot i'm sure you've earned your money there's no <laughs> doubt about it just Check add the to the to-do list give titties. Chad super chats super mm. chat titties um <laughs> you know what's great before we go on with fred not to not to i now know what it's like to be a pretty woman <laughs> but i've earned it because i have to i have to say intelligent shit to get people to like, I can't just come up here and like, Hey guys, am I going to da, da, da. like, we've actually earned people like it. So it's kind of like, wow, this is what it's like to be a woman. It's so hard, Chad. It's so hard. I just come on and people give me money for being me. Oh, I'm oppressed. Well, this is like one little crumb. That is the big cake that pretty women get throughout their lives. You heard about that gal that made like 2 million bucks on, uh, yeah. on OnlyFans and deliver. So Bella Thorne was her name. This was great, dude, because she went on there and earned like two million. Yeah. Uh, yeah. OnlyFans, they started capping the amount of money you can earn, oh. and oh, the, the other guys, the other people, were pissed. Oh, they were yeah. pissed. Yeah. Oh God, I see. This is this is all icing. 
you know, I had a pretty good life to begin with. I set it up, but this is all. And, and where does the money go? Where's most of my money going to Chad? Any donations of whatnot I get? Well, I mean, I was going to say Poke Bowl, but I think it goes to uh, the Aaron now, Clary. No, no, the septic tank fund. It goes to the oh, septic, septic tank fund because I need a septic tank in South Dakota. I just like it. It's, it's like you would have never in a million years. I would have expected this. Still somewhat, but I do know what it's like. And yeah, ladies, shut up. All you got to be is good looking. Go on the internet. Hey, guys, I'm playing this game. Cha-ching, 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 cha-ching. Just shut up. That's I had one of my OnlyFans clients tell me that things are really starting to dry up. So that actually made me feel good. I hate that she's making less money, but I, I know and I feel bad, but I let's talk about that afterwards. I want to interview that gal. Okay. So we'll get yeah, okay. right, let's get through let's get through Fred's stuff. Let's get through Fred's stuff. Okay. So Fred, Fred said, hundred bucks. I gave my notice. Executive here called me asking to stay one week extra if she could call CEO at the new place. She, him, and my new boss to move my start date back by one week. They gave me a one-week retention bonus. This is 1% for Kathy oh. and 1% for Elkins of one-week bonus. Thank so you. So wait, 1%, so 2% uh, times 50, a $5,000 bonus. Yeah, Dude, 5, I think that's the math. Is that the math? All right. Congrats, See, man. Here's, here's why I have no problem charging what I do over at Asshole Consulting or whatever seminars I do or, or anything like that. If you do what we tell you to do, you're going to save multiple thousands of dollars at minimum. Not majoring in stupid crap. That alone will save you $100,000 in four years of your life. Doing reconnaissance in the United States is going to save you. What do you estimate people spend on realtor fees and house searching fees and moving expenses over the course of their life? 25 grand at least? It's a lot because I see all that, you know, when when my clients (laughs) are buying houses, that's a lot. Right. And I'm just thinking like, man, if you could just avoid that and move once, you're golden. Save a lot of time. But all right. That's what Tom right, the next, say. Um, next one. The next one I have is uh, from Alex Saluski. You, you might not have that. Um, it's for $5 and says, what's the difference between a job and a wife? <laughs> a job still sucks after 10 years. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's good. Right? <laughs> <laughs> um. And then we got the competent man for $5. Um, I'll try to read it for dramatic effect. Nah. Take take action, not doing anything stupid. What kind of crazy talk is this? Remember, printer goes, stonks and gold stocks and gold goes up. Didn't the market have a little correction yesterday? Did it? I wasn't. Uh, okay. I went I'm sailing. Hoping, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't care. I'm, I'm waiting for it to crash. I've already invested all my my uh, IRA uh, contribution. I hit the limit already in the first quarter. So, but I, most of it went in on the dip. Like I did it beautifully. It was, it was wonderful. All right. So the next one is resurrecting man for a dollar 99 for the, whatever we are funding today fund right. problems, handling fund um, money printer, go burr. Burr. Okay. You know what? People better like to eat paper because that's all they're going to have to eat is, is money printer go burr. Hope you like the ink that they're using on the U.S. dollar. Um. Okay. I think you should be caught up with me now. We still have more. Um. For $5, James Streisand. James Streisand. Here we go. Yeah. Right. The quote, Cappy tries to save everyone from the fate of whiz, 
Wisconsin episode. Nailed it. Kenosha? Is that Wisconsin. what you're talking about? Is that? Might be talking about Kenosha, like what's been going on there. I went to Hudson yesterday. It's the town across the river. Mm-hmm. And no masks. Just go into the bar. Get yourself some food. Everyone's chill. It was very nice. Is it going to be like that in Vegas? I hope so. <laughs> no, it's it's not. It's uh, I, I have a feeling their governor Sislak or whatever he's he's going to be. He, they're Democrats, you know. Although the Texas governor, you know, Republican uh, Abbott, yeah, he he's he's going down on this Corona thing. I I don't. I'm trying to. Hey, I tell you, my cholesterol dropped by forty points. Good for you. Yeah, you know what I think it was is just relaxing and not letting things bother me. It, I think that was very very key. And I'm still pissed off. I still get angry at times, but. Um, it, it, I think, uh, not caring, you know, I'll just go to South Dakota. That's all. That's all I'll do. <laughs> uh, so next, uh, should be Judd for two bucks. Only black lives matter. Black lives, lives matter. No typos. Accurate truth. No, it, it dude, it's all lies matter. Uh, all lies. Oh lies. yeah. Female lies. Uh, dude, the black community is not the community of the biggest consumer of lies. The biggest community that consumes lies is women. That is absolutely – I'm, I'm thoroughly convinced of that. So much so I am I'm going to be writing an, a, a piece on the blog when I get time. Um, we really need to add another layer to Maslow's hierarchy of needs beyond self-actualization, and that is uh, living a lie, yeah. uh, the delusional life, because it, it's, it's where so many people are now that it has to be addressed. I mean, and most people just skip – self-actualization or self well they get self as but they skip self-actualization and love and they go right to the i'm amazing and beautiful courageous and brave it's like no you're a loser living off of a government check but that's yeah. that's for another time all right let me see what else we got the next one should be hey juan um two dollars and one cent someone needs to be held accountable for my 15 kids you saw that I, video right yeah yeah i Here's another thing. This is another reason I, I speak to men uh, because women want to be lied to. They're the larger consumer of the lies and they totally want to abdicate agency and responsibility. It, it is a risk. And Juan knows this, I think. Juan, was it a risk uh, sticking your pee pee into the her of poo poo? And now you have the kitty kids, right? Because the risks of interacting with women are children. I, 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 okay, I, I go play football. What's the risk? You're gonna get injured or maybe I might get injured, you know, bang up my knee or whatever. I uh I, I go swimming. What's a what's a risk? You could drown. I could drown. drown. That's pretty bad risk. Okay, so you take me. Does the river purposely try to drown me? No. No. Okay. Did the football guy purposely try to injure me? Oh, in some instances, yes, but usually so not. Maybe, maybe. Usually but, not, yeah. But so, women are agents. Maybe they don't take agency, but they are agents and they don't make choices and decisions. Guys, if you just get the vasectomy, so many problems go away and you can, you can dodge it. You will never, like if all guys had vasectomies, do you think this gal would have 15 kids? Not even close. No. You think these 15 kids would be brought up in the horrific existence that they, those poor kids are now? Mm-mm. Nope. I mean, okay, look, I know all the lefties out there told you, you got to change the world and you're here to make the world a better place. Hey guys, you really want to make the world a better place? We all get vasectomies. We say, boop, we're ending the credit on the sperm account. Not until you gals get your act together. And -hmm. like, we can be assured you're not going to divorce this baby mama, whatever. Nope, vasectomy. It's the simplest thing. 
It's the simplest thing. And one of these days, maybe I'll go do like a nonprofit. I'll like go raise money. You know, how much, how much money does Planned Parenthood get women to get free birth control and, 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 um, other, uh, birth control things, you know, uh, tube tying and all that. I, absolutely. I'd have every right to go to the federal government, state government. Like, Hey, I want funding. I want to raise awareness about vasectomies. I want men to get out of poverty. Right. And <clears throat> they, the shit fit feminists would have about that. Yeah. Holy cow. <laughs> and then, you know, you're right. Then, you yeah. know, you do Then, you know, you're dead accurate. So there you go. If you guys had a vasectomy, this wouldn't happen. Uh, DJ for $5. Oh, look who shows up. Yeah. Dude, bro, we just got fat at Sweet Martha's. We are going to the Cove to celebrate Tina's degree in public and nonprofit management from the Carlson School. Carlson School of Management. Yeah, uh, I'll give you. Sweet Martha. Um, there's a lot of Minnesota stuff here. Sweet Martha's cookies. She does the cookies. They're all hot and warm over at the State Fair. And you know who goes to the State Fair? Not you. Not me. <laughs> inferior people go to the state fair oh my gosh something on a stick let's stand in line pay 50 bucks and be with fatty sweat fat, uh, fat sweaty people and, and humid what the state fair. i just loathe the state fair it's just like the most common conforming normie uh and people oh my god it's a great minnesota get together <laughs> um, you ever heard of the air and water show that they always do here each summer no it's oh, the of, air and water show? Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. It's kind of the same thing here. Um, and they canceled it this year, which makes me happy. So. Yeah, they they uh so anyway, they allowed you to drive through the State Fair camp uh, campgrounds and there's like food that they would serve to you with plastic and a hazmat suit and everything like that. So that was the <clears throat> very scaled down state fair. Uh but so sweet Martha's, oh my gosh, did you get sweet Martha's cookies? Like, hey, hold still. Boom. Um, I just like when people say sweet Martha's cookies, it's like, did you watch the sports ball? I'm like, I immediately know that person is not going. To, I'm not going to talk to that person. Uh, then the Cove, uh, he spelled it wrong. Uh, there's a hoity, hoity, fancy schmancy. I just got my dick a bunch of banker money. They opened up this restaurant in Wiseze called Cove because it's C-O-V, but they put the, the little line across. Yeah. It. So, you know, say Cove, see how witty that was, Chad? I don't, I don't know if you understood what they did there because this is pretty clever stuff. They must have an MBA from the Carlson School of Management. <laughs> See, they got rid of the E. So then you say cough. Ah, but this is where the, they're probably honors graduates. They put the long vowel line among those. So you say cove. Oh, see, because it's like a cove in <laughs> Lake Minnetonka. You see how funny that was? <laughs> so the people that go there you could imagine are the same type of people that should be pushed in the lake um and then tina from edina she of course has a degree in public and nonprofit management from the carl the carlson carl. school of Man the carlson school question for you when is the last time you went to sebastian joe's uh with you that, was that the last time. yeah well see now <laughs> for any Democrat young men that happen to still be listening or women, but I know you girls just want to imagine it's the evil white man and capitalism that makes makes the things very expensive. So Minneapolis a while ago passed a living wage, and I think they're on their third or second stage where everyone with this many employees have to increase it by this amount. It could also be Sebastian Joe's being the good little leftist we are. We're going to pay our employees $15 an hour. I don't think it's at 15 yet, but 
it's getting there. So I think maybe they're at 12, 1250. <clears throat> so Perkins closed down because really? of the, yeah, yeah. The one on the main track that I used to go to in my old neighborhood. So that's down. It was before they burned things down. <laughs> uh, so there's that. Um, and I think when we went, I was shocked at how expensive two scoops of ice cream was. Cause I think it was like eight bucks. Root beer floats are now seven fifty eight. Then you got, you know, a little tip in there. Um, and, uh, I, I was just like, you know, I love me Sebastian Joe's, but I don't need to live off of it. And, mm -hmm. um, so before I moved to South Dakota, I'm going to be doing a loop of the less I'm going to be going to the front <clears throat> slash ground zero. I'm going to go to Jack's cafe, going to prohibition. I'm going to Sebastian Joe's and that's it. And I will never be going to those venues again, because truthfully, I think they're going to close. Um, yeah. Because you had all this regulation, you have all these wage requirements. And let's just be honest, the citizens of Minneapolis are, have just made it not a place to go. Um, so places are closing and the Twin Cities in general, but Minneapolis in particular, is losing all of its classical establishments. Like little Tijuana, you never know. That was like, that's been there forever. And that's where everyone would go after bar, after happy hour. They closed. Brit's Pub is probably going to close. All these, it'd be like... Harry's in Chicago closing or some, some long-term establishment. And now there's no place for these people to go for their culture. But you know, you could, I don't know, burn another building. I don't know. Do whatever you want. It's a damn shame. I really did like the Pavarotti. Um, yep. Yep. see what was next. Robert, next Flores. Robert Flores for $5. Um, I'm hoping pro sports never come back as it was before. If they kneel or pontificate, they deserve a 50% pay cut. Some teams may go bankrupt. Good. Dude, as a former sports ball addict, I'm with you. I'm totally with you. This has cured my problem. NFL came out that they're going to have some kind of uh, social justice slogan on every field that they play. Yeah. No, it's like, okay, fine. But what? here's a test. Here's a test. We're going to see if dopey, fat, white guys from the suburbs have any self-respect. If whether they're going to continue watching the sports ball or say, Hey, wait a minute. That's actually racist. And I, if not racist lecturing and sermonizing, we'll see how much they are addicted to their sports ball. But I'm kind of, I like it when they say we're going to protest. We're not going to play games. I'm like, you just, you just like the Nazis fighting the communists. You just shut up. I'm like, Oh, <laughs> darn. Yeah, boy, you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Protest. Don't play the game. And don't play the games when you're in the middle of playoff season. You really should do that. That's what you should do. Um, well, I used to tell you, not just here yeah. in general, I used to tell you, man, I wish I could kick the sports ball watching. Um, dude, I'm cured. I'm cured. This They're I, making I it easier. They're making yeah. it easier. Mm -hmm. What's funny, though, and I know you guys all like, look at all these rich people who make all this money and they're lecturing and sermonizing us about unfairness and injustice. All right. <clears throat> Do you know what percent of NBA players are bankrupt? It's. I would say it's up there because they don't manage their money at all. 60%. Like 60%. even when yeah, sixty percent of them that end up going high? bankrupt. That yeah. high? Well, they're dumb. Yeah. I they're never going to hear me complain about athletes in terms of their athleticism. There's no doubt it takes great effort. I, I mean, just phenomenal level. I mean, the athleticism is amazing, and and I'm not a big Olympics guy, but I'm like, okay, I'll watch this guy do a ton of flips. I couldn't do that. Look at that. Or you know, football. Like, okay, look at that. I'm I'm okay with a good football game. I can't do that. That's amazing to watch it sometimes. 
Uh, but then at the same time, like, you know, we're really oppressed here in America where I only make $25 million a year and every possible advantage was given to me. And I even had a, a stupid degree conferred upon me, even though I'm a, and that's why I'm going to open my mouth and talk about, it's like, good. Even if with that, these guys file for bankruptcy 60% of the time. So just, there's justice in everything. And with, with the great and merciful disease uh, spreading through the land, and with them opening their mouths and becoming political, a lot of people are not watching. And that's fine. That's perfectly all right. So I'm like, keep opening your mouths. Keep yeah. telling us what you, Mr. 84 IQ man with your degree in communications, although incredibly, you go tell me what to think there, Socrates. Yeah, yeah. Quick other thing about basketball players. Mm -hmm. They often have so many kids out of wedlock. The NBA had to come models. out and warn them about that. Yeah. They said, hey, look out and try to help them, but they don't listen. Yeah. They're Sad. smart. You know why? <laughs> why? Because sphere go in ring, slam dunk <laughs> with force, forceful slam dunk. <gasps> like, oh, that cured children's cancer now, didn't it? LeBron James, such an, a good little SJW. Is um, he? I don't, I don't really oh, pay attention. He, he, Dude, he's the worst of the worst with this stuff. He's the stuff. worst? Okay. Yeah. All right. Because every once in a while you get a smart guy like Shaq. Yeah. Michael Jordan was until Scottie Pippen. I'm sure those guys were smart. They were. Um, They're apolitical. You know, they, they played. Well, they um, also struck me as intelligent people as well. I, yeah. I, I, I didn't, but, you know, I, I don't care what the latest, you know, a gape mouth. Uh, throw the ball in. Good, <laughs> I did. More money, Melvin Carter. Uh. Melvin Carter. Um. Alrighty, well, Chris in Phoenix won for four ninety nine. Ooh, this type of question: Would you invest seventy five percent of your income in the hopes to retire early, or twenty five percent and and spend the rest to live your life now? Would you invest seventy five percent in the hopes to retire early, or twenty five percent and spend the rest of your life now? Here, here's why I'm, I'm going to warn everyone tuning in, but for Chris, <clears throat> I don't think the people here can retire. Um, I thought I wanted early retirement and in a kind of sense I got it and it kind of sucks. It's great. I'm coming up on 10 years now of not working for anyone else and doing quote this as a job, mm -hmm. uh, which is, there's a lot of work. I work a lot, but if I didn't have this and I was one of these guys in Vegas, like where they wake up, they get their coffee, they go get their golf in. And then they're just, Oh, no way. No way. I don't think a real man uh, can retire. You got to do something. Uh, so as, as long as you don't like, get disabled or something, I would uh, do the 25% actually. Because you're, you're still saving up for retirement. It's not like you're not having any money or some boomer reverse mortgaging your house or you're some millennial like, I need a bailout. I mean, are the millennials going to still ask for a student loan bailout like when they're 45 or 50? Well, really, I mean, as their student loans grow, are we going to hear this 20 years from like, I need a bailout, oh, <laughs> but I'm not a boomer. Oh. <clears throat> um. But for those of us who are industrious, you want to live life, you are you're going to find out that your career uh, or your profession is kind of your legacy and that there's not much else to do in life. Now, hopefully you got a hot wife and loved ones and that's kind of cool. But I'm, I would say you guys, I don't think we'll ever retire. So one of the financial benefits is we don't have to save as aggressively. I would still say, I mean, Chris, unless you got something to spend your money on, I'd, I'd throw a little bit more money into the into the stock market than not, but don't, it's not, am I going to have enough to retire? The question is going to be, do I want to retire? Will I want to retire? You'll retire for two months. You'll be like, oh my God, I need something to do.
So yeah. that's why I'd recommend. If I won the lottery tomorrow or whatever, I would still do taxes, but not for any clients who are not my friends and family. Just big-titted redheads, right? Or or them. I, yeah. You know, they're allowed to stay in the circle. Um, but yeah, I'd still do taxes when I retire. So Yeah, if I, I'd still do this, maybe not as much. Um, but yeah, I, I have a real nice septic tank. I had a very nice <laughs> septic tank. How much uh, is a septic tank? Uh, the quote I got was seventy five hundred. So if you go to my subscribe star account, well, that's that's not bad. I've heard them go for thirty grand in some places, depending on how much rock you got to dig through. It all depends, man. Yeah. Um, but that's that's average. Mm. Uh, but it, you know, I'd like to poo. So if you want Cappy to poo, <laughs> donate to. You can just see me, or you go subscribestar.com. dot slash. I got a hundred dollar donation at Subscribestar though. Mm. Very generous. You don't get none of that. I don't, I don't get none. Of that. You get. Dip, dick, dipping your little toe into my my super chats here. I somehow have twenty five subscribers on YouTube, and I've never put out a video on this uh, channel. I still so. think you should do the Elkins <laughs> hour, but nobody listens to me. Oh, I got. I'm to willing to pay. I got a job for a woman right now. If you're cute and you can at least fake being conservative or libertarian, and you don't mind being in a bikini online, I got. I can make you money. I'm willing. Yeah. I. I there's so much money to be made. It's whether we're willing to do what we're like, oh, I don't know. Okay, fine. I don't care. <laughs> All right, who was next? Oh, uh, the competent man for $5. In defense of looting, a riotous history of uncivil action by Vicki Osterweil. I take it that that's not going to be one of your recommended books to read. Here's how much these people are predictable and pointless and worthless. Remember how I said you can interchange uh, Melvin Foster for Jacob Fry for your for any leftist? Yeah, Lightfoot. Yeah, I'm not even going to look her up. I don't have to. She's pigeonholed. She's an NPC. You're yeah. asking me, oh, look, a Borg right, a Borg right, a Borg like thing. Well, I wonder what her background is. We don't have to look it up. We're never going to waste our time. <laughs> and she got a unique name. We could look her up. But hey, if you guys are bored, look her up. I'm going to bet she doesn't have a degree in engineering. She lives off of government grants, and she's all about other people's money. I'm going to guess that she's overweight. She wears problem <laughs> glasses. Maybe her hair is a different color. And you know what else she don't need? She don't need no fish bicycle. Oh, no man, fish bicycle, girl power, <laughs> girl boss, trademark. I Future is female, whatever that thing they do is. Hey. Enjoy a dickless life. That's <laughs> <laughs> Have fun. That's she fun. might not even crave that, but anyway. I, I, um, who cares? <laughs> uh, Digi Nomad for $2 Canadian. Why didn't you get a CPA after finance, Cappy? You didn't want to get one of those. I, well, no, no. I, I, you didn't need it. I thought I had bad luck. That's what it boils down to. I, I did everything right. Graduated top of my class, blah, blah, blah. From the Carlson Carl. School of Management. The Carlson School of Management. The school that nobody knows out of Hennepin County about. Uh, I was tired. I didn't want to go to school anymore. And I had yep. been lied to by that time. I'm like, you know what? Screw you guys. I'm not getting an MBA. And that's why I'm like, I'll teach dance class. I'll do this. I, I'm done. I'm done with school. I was in school for 17 effing years. Screw the boomers. Screw your professors. Screw all these liars. You have to take a buttload of accounting classes to be able to sit for the CPA exam. So, right. it, yeah. I it, it got, I was like, I'm sick and tired of wasting my youth and being poor because I had to pay for school. And myself, I'm like, no, I want to have some fun. And by fun, I mean, you know, go out to a dance once a week. 
you know, this was not luxury. Like I'm going to get bottle service and run a Beamer. And it wasn't that it was just like, I'm sick and tired of being poor. I want to buy a subway sandwich, the foot long one, the luxury one with, with extra cheese. That's why I wanted to live. And so everyone's like, well, maybe you should. It's like, no, 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 no. You guys don't get to tell me anything ever again. And it's worked out great because now I make money basically exposing these hypocrite older fraudsters of which that's my generation now lying to younger generations. All right. So I looked up that Vicky Osterweil. Yeah. Hideous, hideous. Yeah. Um, I don't, is it, is it a shock? No, not at all. No. Okay. What's the next one? I'm trying to find the. So the next one after digital, oh, it's uh, further down. Oh, my God. The next one I have is MGTOW Ghost's son. You see that one? No, go ahead. I, I, we've already scrolled. Uh, yeah, we got a lot in them. So go ahead, re- read that one. I apologize, guys. We're, it's already scrolled past me. I'll go back and look. Uh, so for $5, he says, human emotions have been amplified to a point that I think most people have lost the ability to go back to rationality, though the potential is still there. We um, need to have everyone starve and suffer. Yeah. We, there cannot be any more government, parent, or debt money blocking people from the real world from their actions. Nobody learns unless you suffer the consequences of your mistake. And so way, now it's all yeah. emotions. It's all, I, and I don't need to go into this again, but I've, I've, uh, you know, is what I'm seeing on the internet or in my life, is that real life? Is this representative? And it is scary how untethered many young women are from the real world, uh, where they are purely emotion driven. I don't know so much about men, you know, we're more stark or whatever you could argue our biology, but I'm seeing more and more anecdotal beats, bits of evidence with no counter anecdote. It's like, where's that nice traditional wife who like wants to, you know, that traditional girl, the, the, the level of hate. Uh, and I don't know how else to describe it that women have for men because of emotion, because life isn't going the way they promised. And they're completely conditioned to blame it, blame it on the patriarchy. Um, it's, it's, I don't know if it's scary, but it's sad, but th- there is no anchoring in reality anymore. None. Mm-hmm. All right. Next one. Next is uh, Davey D one twenty eight for a buck ninety nine. Let's go to Surly and get a beer, dude. Oh wait, oh did they shut down because they of, shut down uh, their brew pub? Surly was like it's one of the the underground brew pubs locally that made it, and now they sell their beer I think nationally. And they had a brew pub. We're gonna go to the brew pub. And all, all leftists, all hip, the ground zero of hipsters in in the state of Minnesota would be your micro brew. Surly being the biggest fish in the sea and they had their brew pubs and they had to shut down their big brew now they're still brewing the brewery is still going but their big brew tent or whatever but hey how did those hipster uh millennials vote oh we know how they voted and voted democrat who's keeping the is it a republican government no is a republican house i think i think our senate's still republican is it, oh, no, it's Democrat. And, and is the mayor of Minneapolis a Democrat? Too? Wait a minute. Matter of fact, are all the city council? Oh, and who voted for it? It's the snake eating itself, but the snake is too stupid to know it's eating itself. So all these hipsters now don't have a place to go to. Oh, another hipster hangout, though. This goes way back to the grunge era. Herkimer's, which you didn't know. That's a, That was an establishment on Lake Street in Uptown. Gone. Yeah, I've never no, heard it, that. I don't know what you good liberal Democrat people in Minneapolis are going to do for culture or fun. I don't know what you're going to do. And you dare can't come out to the suburbs because even you know you're hypocritical. Like, I won't go to the suburbs. Okay, fine. I, I hope you enjoy your culture. 
See, and if they leave, like Californians, they're hypocrites because they they they've destroyed their town. There's no fun left in the Twin Cities. None. There's a few places that will probably go bankrupt by this time next year. But you guys did it to yourself. It's not the white man. It's not capitalism. It's not George Bush. It's not Donald Trump. It could, we argue, be the disease. I'll admit that's it. But you guys voted for this. I don't care. Nerdy, nerdy, ner. Nerdy, nerdy, ner. That's that's it. Uh, we had skipped on accident the competent man okay. for $5. Yeah. All right. What does he have to say? He says the Secret Service admits to destroying records in the alleged Biden breast grabbing incident. Uh, who knew that being VP had the benefit to grope women? I I don't care. I don't, yeah. I, okay. Joe Hyden. Um, okay. Uh, for ten ninety nine. Ah, the ten ninety nine er. Um, Dan. Hunsaker, uh, love the passion, Cappy. Can you tell me the first time in your adult life where you were at a point financially where you realized that if, if stuff hit the fan, you would be okay? How did you get there? It's not a financial marker how much money I have. It's uh, the fact I spend so little, had no debt or very little debt. Mm. And that it's, it's like if, it, if stuff really hits the fan, like how much guns and ammo do I have? How many iodine pills and, and filters and water and survival equipment I got? So that was, I think, $1,000 worth of investment. Well, okay, with the guns, maybe $3,000 worth of investment with ammo, guns, and supplies. Mm. Um, but that's, and I got enough to last about three months in the field. Um, so that's how I, it had nothing to do with how much money I made it. But in terms of like financial comfort, it wasn't until I was, until asshole consulting kicked in where I was like, oh, I can't afford that sub sandwich, you know? And, and oh, and I was doing way better than everyone else, but not to my own regards where I would personally feel okay. Paid off the house, that helped dramatically. <clears throat> but that was in part because I sold my online classes, so I had a capital gain there by which to do that. Um, but yeah, once the debt all went away and uh, I was always a minimalist, and then Asshole Consulting came on with the additional revenue, we're kind of like, oh, okay, now I, can, now I can afford to fly and visit my friend Chad. Now I could go out to Vegas. Now, I could afford to golf at the municipal courses, of course, but um, so I don't know, 40? I mean, it wasn't like this day, you know, it was like a, a gradual incline. So I'd say 37 to 42 was a, was where I'd start feeling really, really more secure and, and, and okay with it. So it was not until four decades old, basically. Mm -hmm. uh, so the one I have right after that is uh, MGTOW Ghost Sun again for $5. Says we now just care about food, sex, and entertainment. Most people mm -hmm. out there don't care about the future or any legacy, just entitlements and hedonism. Mm -hmm. They just want to feel good. I mean, this is yeah. why drugs, dude, the drugs and the booze and, and the legal drugs too, psychotropic drugs, uh, prescription drugs, uh, they are all, well, they already are. It's already happening. They're, they're booming and they're going to exponentially use, uh, used. Women are yeah. drinking way more. And you know what's going to also go up because of that? Uh, the weight of these women is well, going to go weight, up. But what happens? You do you rely on drugs and booze, uh, or or some kind of substance, or or you could say sex. It's all what inevitably happens after a while to your brain. Will you rely on something else to feel good? Uh, well, you become addicted to that. Uh, you get addicted to dopamine hits. I think that's a real problem these days. And do you ever get happy? Do you ever find a natural happiness? No, no, because you're relying. You're not happy with yourself. You're relying on these other substances to External, make you right. happy. Yeah. So what, it, what ends up happening down the road enough 
and you don't yeah. OD. Although you could, it could lead to ODing. This is the end result of ODing. What do you, would you call ODing? ODing is just the end. Like that's right. It's called yeah. suicide. You suicide. Just wait, man. Um, th- oh, wait for the suicide rate to jump up. Happy cappy right there. Cause I predicted it, but you just wait for that. Cause women don't need no man fish bicycle. Chad, did you not know? Just a quick aside. And I've said <laughs> yeah. this dude, there are so, so, so many overweight women between that, you know, 35 years old and up. Right. All single. They'll never get married. They'll never have men. <laughs> You're just going to And the men, the consequently men of that generation within that dating age will also not have the women. Everyone's going to be miserable. What does misery cause a jump in? Uh, well, suicides and, and suicide. You know, go suicide. Hey, now go up. Misery. Um, Raise the roof now. Raise the roof on suicide. Everybody go up now. Do the suicide dance with me. Do the suicide dance. All right. Sorry, I'm very dark today. All right. Um, <clears throat> no, it's going to be bad, I predict. It's going to uh, be horrible. And you know what? It all could have gone away if women just wanted to join team guy, like support team man, and be nice and be hot. Could have They could have had a man. Men could have had women. We could have made each other happy. Nope. You had to be adversarial. You had to be competitive. You had to be confrontational. Fine. See where that gets you. Because we are all on the same team, team human race. But I'm, it's just, it's just amazing. It's like being in war and having like E company fight, you know, C company for whatever reason. It's like, what can we fight the Germans? Well, you're you got a C on your uniform. Yeah, we're gonna, you know, you see people from the CPR tree patriarchy. I just I go. I'm 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 well. It's like the Heath Ledger Joker. Come on, come on, come on. Like, just do it. Come on, let's go. Because I'm prepared. I'm ready. Not for the collapse, but I am ready to see. I am galvanized, mentally galvanized and prepared. Like, come on, let's see how well you do without the opposite sex. Let's see how, come on, you know, let's see it. It's already happening because guess who's becoming spinster age, Chad? Uh, Well, a lot of women are. and um, Gen X. Gen X. Well, they're already, aren't they already? Kind oh, of yeah. No, they're, they're 45, 50 now. They're hitting, yeah. they're hitting that age. Raise the roof now. Go up now. Don't need no man now. Hey now. <clears throat> they got their cats I, and their master's degrees. I you know, I'm a softie. I actually don't get joy from that. I feel bad because their lives are gonna suck so date enough of them, you will. They, I mean, I feel bad in a philosophical humanity yeah. type of sense. I mean, big, big picture, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But when I when I'm like, wait, well, I remember getting stood up all the time and all this and being in general treated like crap and the HR ladies, remember those people? And every morning I wake up, I'm told I'm a bad person because I'm a penide person. It's like, yeah, enjoy your Prozac, enjoy your antidepressants, enjoy your, and, and go to your meetup group of fat, bloated women in the burbs of 50 plus. Fabulous and 50, that's one that keeps coming up. Fabulous, the fabulous chat, they're just fabulous. Mm. <laughs> Raise the roof now, suicide now, going up now. Raise the roof now. This is, I'm obvious. in a good mood when I, I, I get my, I get, happy when i have work done <laughs> all right um, uh the next one uh fred again for five fred. bucks um fred is very generous very much so yeah. uh do either of you listen to money talk with bob brinker sundays from three to six he's syndicated including am 890 in chicago since 1986 good show i'll, I'll take a look i've never heard of him um but i could get that radio station obviously here 
And, yeah, uh, I, I kind of like it like, hey, do you tune in between these days and that? It's like, what? It's like a so, like back in the 80s, like, yeah, Knight Rider, man. Yeah. 630, you had that, 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 yeah, you got it. You were in front of that TV when it was going to, but now it's like everything's digital. So just, I just download it. It's definitely harder. I, no, I've but, never heard of them, Fred. I, I haven't heard of them. But, but Fred, I do. It, it seems like uh, something that I'll, I'll take a look at it. I'll try it. Um, so DJ for two bucks, what does being a big deal dude bro banker entail? All right. First, like your clients, you spend more than you make. Okay. It's all fake. You, you, even if you're working at a crappy little community bank, you still need that Mercedes SUV to pull up and look like you're a big deal. Okay. So <clears throat> flash before cash, it's all plastic and you never actually produce anything of value, i.e. make a profit. You never actually lend on a profitable vi- a business or there's something cash flow. You measure yourself instead of how many deals you make. Like sales guys, like a lot of girls, because again, you ladies don't like to study accounting and math and the boring stuff. Let's say you're a salesman, all right? And you sold a quarter million dollars worth of steel that year to your clients. When a girl asks a dude bro sales guy, how much does did he make? What does he say? Well, he's probably going to say the full amount, right? Instead of considering <laughs> expenses, you know, net. Right. Yeah? He, ah, he, oh, I made 200 million in sales last year. And the yeah. girl just hears 200 million. Doesn't know sales, doesn't know cost of good, doesn't know. Yeah. He sold that for the company and the company may gave, give him a commission. What women really want, and this again, if the three women are listening, you want to know what the man's adjusted gross income is, yes. the AGI. Yes. That takes out all the major expenses and has how much essentially money to spend on you. Yes. But yeah, but that's that's bankers. Like, oh, I did two billion in well, I've never worked at a bank where any one banker did two billion, but yeah, I did five million in real estate loans, dude. Like that's that's how you do it. And then you constantly extend and pretend and refinance loans. Because these loans are never getting paid back. So you have to keep lending more and more money until the federal government comes in and either bails you out or shuts you down and fires you. And that's what it's like being a big dude bro banker from the Carlson School. Carlson School. I, I got some friends that aren't just bankers, but they they work in financial management and everything. And it always gets me when they say, well, I manage, you know, five million dollars. Five and trillion in assets. Yeah, it's like, so you manage that, but you don't actually make anything close to that. And you so, make 50,000. Shut up, Jones. You know. Yeah. Where'd we leave off? Let's see. Oh, Judd Grover. So I got to click on that. Um. I think it was Judd Grover. No, it's actually, uh, if we scroll. It's right there. Yeah, Judd Grover for $2. As I said, Cappy, you're the only cam girl I give the $2 to. That's right. You give Cappy your money and not those hoos on the interwebs. You give it to me. Um, MGTOW Ghost Sun for $5. There's something on Twitch called the sleep stream where these girls wear spicy clothes and go to sleep and men pour money at them. Men are lost. Why do people pay money to see this? I don't know. Do you understand why I have Operation Evil? Yes, I do. I, I'm, I'm done. I'm done trying to get people to be smart and stop wasting their lives. I'm just going to capitalize on the fact that these idiots will go schlep their worthless jobs over, you know, for fifteen dollars an hour. Not to insult any of you that work for fifteen dollars an hour, but then piss away their money as they live at home on watching a girl sleep. I want me that money. I want me that that that. Uh, Fans only gal, $2 million. I want me that money. 
Now, I don't have a nice set of tits, but I'm, I'm going to find a way to sell lies, to sell that crack that everybody wants. I'm going to get me that money. I want me my Oprah money. The amount of porn that's free that's available on the internet is staggering at this point. I don't understand these guys paying. They want the girlfriend experience. That's what it is. Porn is free. That's just random women. These guys want to think they have a relationship and a connection. And we're getting to the point now, I think, since everything and every interaction is going to be online, it's going to be like um, surrogates, the movie surrogates. I think men and women are going to start preferring online relationships instead of in-person ones because there's no risk. And the investment is so low, both for women and men. It's bad that I had to create not one but two escorts for my female clients that are making a killing off of this. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, good for them. I'm happy for them. Good. Yeah, I'm not saying, money. Yeah, I'm not mad at them. I'm just like I feel like it's they shouldn't be making that amount of money. But anyway, um, so the one I have next is actually um, MGTOW Ghost's son. He had another one before that. Oh, yeah. All right. There we go. Yep. Yep. Got it. So for $5, he says the Dow went down 1,000 low and closed 800 points low. Today it went down nearly 600 low, <laughs> now at 460 low. Big correction happening. Love your work both. So, what, um, 14 out of 1,400 out of 30,000? That's not, that's what, 5%? Check that real fast. Yeah, it's 5%. Um, that's not bad, but I'm not, I'm not going to. I mean, we knew there was going to be a correction eventually. I don't know if this yeah. is it, but um, I can guarantee you one thing about the stock market: it'll go up and down. it'll go up and then it'll go down. You know what's going to do after that? Uh, going to go up and down again. It's going to go up, but then it's going to go down again. Yeah. Don't ask yeah. me when. Don't ask me about how much, but I guarantee you that's what's going to do. That's one of the world's greatest economists. <laughs> uh, I got Judd Grover next for five dollars. Commenting on BLM's name was accurate. All lives matter. I remember how honored I felt to be there for people when I was a tech in preoperative years ago. I lost me, Judd. It lost me. Guys, spend spend the extra buck so we can get be there for we, people. Can you do six dollars? Isn't it weird how it's like it's always two? Yeah, they limit one your character. Two oh one. Yeah. Okay. I. I'm trying to see what he's saying here. I remember being honored. I felt to be there people as a tech. And, yeah, I'm not sure what that is. Um, I, I think he worked in an operating room preoperatively. He was like taking care of everybody. And I think mm-hmm. everybody's lives mattered in the hospital. I'm just seeing if he's right. saying anything. But um, Hey, Chris, he helped me out with some uh, SEO stuff. Chris, for $4.99. Chad, but you have to get on a boat to watch the Chicago Air Show. I went sailing yesterday. I mean, <laughs> it's easy to do that. Um, Chris was kind. He, he had me install VidIQ. He thinks I can make a million with my uh, with my YouTube channel. And I'm like, well, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. How many but subscribers I, are you up to now? 16. Uh, well, this is, yeah, this is uh, Older Brother, not my main channel. But oh. we'll see. And I, I have I, now. Chris recommended some actions. What did I do as an agent? As an agent, you either researched them or you decided how you wanted to. I took action. You took I action. Installed okay. VidQ. Yeah, I'm working on thumbnails and I, I took action. Uh, hey, just, Clary, how do you do it? Yeah. This is actually what we're doing is actually on your main channel. We're not on the older brother. Oh. Yeah. Darn it. All right. Never mind. All right. Well, I'll. 
shoot, that's out of rope here. That's why I couldn't find the super chats. I logged into the, the older brother channel, not oh. the Cappy channel. That's what it was. God darn it. You're right. I'm sorry, guys. Man, I was off today. Wrong time and wrong station. Well, for what it's worth, like we seem to make a lot more super chats when we're on your main. Oh, I know, channel. I know. But in the meantime, everybody, go to the older brother chat. Look up older brother on YouTube. Subscribe to that channel because we do do an older brother podcast there. Oh darn it, I goofed that up. All right, that's no, okay. Um, I'd like to take this one. Actually, we skipped. We skipped uh, Eric Wasson. Yes. Oh, right. uh, I'd like to field this one first, um, please. For two dollars, hey Chad, how did you and Clary meet? So back towards the end of 2013, um, I had had it, man. I'd worked for a, a couple of known profits. I, I just had some of the worst bosses imaginable. You know, I was a straight up miserable. And I don't remember what I typed in for the search. It was something like, you know, all bosses are bad or, you know, I can't stand something like that. Mm -hmm. And it, it led me to your YouTube page. Like this was, you were one of the first, uh, once I saw maybe the first one I saw where I could help get out of this idea. Do you know why I was the first one? How come? Because I went to the Carlson School. The Carlson School Management. Yes, the Carlson School Management. Well, long and short of it, I found Aaron's uh, channel, the one we're on right now, and uh, the videos helped me a lot because the beginning of 2014 was actually when I went out and did my business full time. You know, I quit the full time wage job and did it on my own. And then I, I had you sponsor the book we did and then my business, you know, early right. in the year. Yeah. yeah. And then you came to Chicago and we met. So that's exactly. what happened. Yeah. When, and when we first met, was Cuddlewickums with us? Yes. That was the first yes, time? Yes, right, yes, yes. right. Okay. It was a grand old time. We're all having fun. And then the day after, why do you have a picture of your girlfriend in lingerie on your phone? That's degrading. Yeah. I'm like, wow, this is a fun lady. This is. <laughs> it's crazy. I was like, hey, don't be a. Don't be a, a B-I-T-C-H. And Remember what I said? There's a whole new level of Mazel's hierarchy of needs, and she's up there. Delusional. Oh. The world should conform to what I view as appropriate sexual interaction. Not even sexual, but what men should find attractive and have on their cell phones. That's the world that your most privileged princesses ever live in. Right there. That's, that's the delusional world. At least Cuddlewookums can keep herself skinny and keep her hair long, so I got to give her that. Um, yeah, yeah, good for them. Yeah. <laughs> she's moving to Milwaukee, by the way. Um, DJ Aftershock for $5. I got a new business idea. Hope you have a pen and paper, Mr. C and Mr. E. I'm going to buy stuff in China and sell for more here. Going to buy a sweet Ferrari. Um, you did that wrong. You got to say... Uh, Yo, yo, Mr. C, Mr. I got, I'm going to buy stuff in China. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, here's the yeah. trick. Oh, I'm going to sell for more here. Ah, you didn't see that coming. <laughs> He's going to uh, buy a sweet Ferrari. Yes, a sweet Ferrari. Yeah, I hear they're cheaper now. They are. Around. They are. I talked to Rich Cooper about that. He explained. I thought they were like still half a million dollars. Like, nope, they... The uh, German company that bought all these luxury Italian car makers says, nope, we're streamlining the – now you can get a, a Ferrari or Lamborghini under 100000 Yeah. Um, okay, so DJ for $2 asks, uh, ever heard of a place called Lansdowne, Chad? That does not sound familiar to me. I, I, I don't know what that is. I don't know what it is. Like. I we think – well, I think DJ might live um, in, a, in a city or an area where I used to live in before I moved oh. to the Midwest. So I think that's what he's talking about, but I'll, I'll check the chat. I, I can't um, remember if DJ actually lives in the Twin Cities or just grew up here, but his knowledge of, of 
Twin Cities, Minnesota culture and locations is hilarious. It's uh, I he, thought he might he picks be up in on DC. everyone. Yeah, I was saying I thought he might be in DC, but I, uh, right now, but I couldn't be thinking of someone else. Well, he knows the Twin um, Cities and the people. Man, you guys are generous today. Um, 1999, M2 PG4. No such thing as early retirement. Invest 25% and just enjoy the rest and live your life the way you want. I have zero faith for anything now after this whole political and health show we've been watching for the past six months. Uh, I don't, I'm, I'm assuming we won't get Social Security. We won't get to collect. We, I'll say it again. We will get Social Security because money printer go burr. Yeah. What that Social Security check will buy Nothing. will be of debate. Um, and yeah. even boomers face this. These boomers are retiring. They sell their house. Everyone thinks they make all this money on their house. No, you either go buy an equally overpriced house because we've printed off so much money. It's ended up in the housing market or you rent at incredibly high rates. There's no escaping it. Everyone. Th Look, if we could do something magical with economics, would we have not done it already? Yeah. Just by the laws of physics, laws of economics, I'd say it must be a fully contained system. Right? There is always a, oh, ba Obama, I think he quadruped, just shy of quadruped, 350% increase. Trump, on top of that, increased at another 50%. Yeah. Uh, and that's growth on the previous growth. So nominally about the same amount of money both Trump and, and Obama printed off. You all think it's great because you're getting your checks. Then every single one of you bitch and whine about tuition and rent. It's like, what did you think was going to happen? But you're all dipshits because you're like, ah, uh, but the video games are the same price and uh, the gallon of milk is the same. So there is no inflation. I, I don't I don't know if you're typically the one that does the grocery shopping, but dude, food at supermarkets has risen in price. A lot of it. I've noticed that since March. Yeah. Maybe for you. Uh, I got a steal on steak. steak. I got for six bucks, uh, T-bone steak, six bucks a piece. That's cheap. We've been eating, we've been eating, we've been eating like Kings this past week. It's wonderful. Cool. Guess what? I hang on. Let me show you. Let me show you some good stuff. Here, look at this. <clears throat> Tall and tan and young and lovely, the girl from okay, Ebony. So I got this oh, I gotta close this out. When she passes, or oh, when oh. she passes, oh. There. Look at look at that. Wow, that was only six bucks. Uh this was seven. That's huge. But I got it with the with the um garlic powder and then i have it marinated that darker stuff is balsamic vinegar mm. so this is going to go that's lunch at a side dish of asparaguses or broccoli and you are eating well i always like that little green with um steak just makes me feel better sing wop chad what wop w-a-f oh man they hate me i got i got a hell of a deal i got a hell of a deal on the, on the steak some people in here don't like my singing. Um, Nobody likes your singing. <laughs> That's why we have you do it. Uh, for 20 bucks, Fred, man, you're just, dude, you're super generous today. He's like Dre. Um, like, you know, I think we saved him some, some serious money. Like we saved Dre from majoring in stupid stuff. And now they think they owe it to us. So, mm -hmm. which they don't, but I appreciate it. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> thanks so much uh, for $20. Post-American says I'm an incel for saying, quote, not possible to be a female intellectual and good-looking. Good-looking women are too spoiled to go into deep intellectual philosophy despite their dating profiles. Am I wrong? Hey, I got to read this again. Not possible for a female intellectual 
These are two different statements. If I read, it's not possible for to be a female intellectual and good looking. Yeah, I would disagree. I, only because we have three hundred twenty million people in in the in the United States that I've met pretty intellectual women. Maybe not women I agree with. Maybe completely delusional. But these were intelligent women, and they were pretty. Certainly the exception, not the rule, but it does exist. Good-looking women are too spoiled to go into deep intellectual philosophy despite their dating profiles. That in a very – not even a very general sense, in a slightly general sense is, is more or less accurate. Uh, beauty prohibits intelligence from ever forming. Hmm. Um, and in a larger sense, ease prevents strength in any capacity or excellence from forming. Like the, the – we can use a gym analogy – Will you ever lift weights or will you ever build up strength if you don't lift heavy weights that are hard to push up? Mm -mm. You got to keep. Right. If everything's lifted for you, people come in and help you out, which is affirmative action, by the way. Yeah. Um, If you are female and you have political agents, be it your professors, your teachers, the media or the government singing your praises, saying you're amazing, beautiful and brave. Um, And then men who just want to sleep with you. Uh, also keeping up the facade or bailing you out and paying for things. You actually will think you're smart and intelligent, brave and amazing. In the meantime, you truly are dits. Now you may have an IQ of 135 and could go forth. Like you could have the body to lift weights and become a bodybuilder, but until you actually do some heavy lifting, be it actual physical weights or intellectual ones or work ethic, you will never form the muscles or the brain or the intellect. So I would absolutely agree that in general, yes, beauty prevents intelligence absolutely just and that's quick. society's fault that's society's fault because they shield the pretty girl from everything not necessarily the girl's fault a uh, quick story about me um about seven years ago i was dating the most in my opinion the most gorgeous sexy like knockout still the hottest girl i've ever been with like mm-hmm. not even close I was the one who ended that because, dude, after a few months, you can't actually have any type of discourse with them. No, and I didn't it, think that mattered. Personality actually matters. Dude, you can't, yeah, you can't talk to a dumb person because you feel each brain cell dying. Now, tragically, in Chicago, probably the prettiest gal I ever dated uh, was in Chicago. And she was getting her master's degree at Loyola in finance. Yeah. yeah. Oh. <laughs> no not dumb brilliant i mean it was oh. i think she grew up fat uh and and but she just gorgeous and uh i i thought i was high heaven i'm sure i screwed it up because i was 22 or 23 or something at the time um but yeah there are there are some gals out there and you'll be so flabbergasted you'll you'll screw it up don't worry you'll screw it up uh but to answer fred's question no you're not an incel for saying that you're an incel if you don't hit the gym and are guilty of the same thing we're talking about, where you don't hit the d- gym, you don't try because you're cowardly and you're, you're not going to ask girls out because they might shoot you down. You're afraid. Uh, mm-hmm. You're afraid of work. You're afraid of toil. And then you say, oh, women suck because they won't like me for me. You know, you essentially become the feminist version of, of men. Mm-hmm. That's an incel. But you making a philosophical point about beauty, you could just say an easy, this doesn't just apply to women. Like, all these guys that came from the burbs and had mommy and daddy and they went to Carlson School of Management and dad bought them everything and got them a job. What ends up happening to those guys? Uh, well, they certainly can't handle any setbacks because they've right. been coddled their whole life. They, they usually run companies into the ground. Yeah. You know, they're, they're 
okay, maybe they might be strong because they have time to go to the gym. But when it comes to like, they're not Jack Welsh. They're not uh, uh, Berkshire Hathaway. Mm-hmm. Um, so they don't develop the, what would you call it? Managerial or entrepreneurial strength uh, to run a company. Pain is good, guys. Pain is good. It's good. <clears throat> it's what forms you. What makes you have value. Beetlejuice. Um, 299 Joe says Lightfoot is Beetlejuice. That's because her hair is all short and like frizzy and screwed up. Um, of course, she broke protocol and got a haircut. Claims she right. could do it because she's the public face and all that. Dem- Democrat women can do it because Nancy Pelosi can. All right. I'm, I think I've lost the suit. So I got Joe Jones. That's the last one I got. Uh, well, we have a bunch more after that. Okay, go go read through those. Okay. Um, Lightfoot is Beetlejuice. Miguel on Hell Casillas for $20. Wow. Um, I know. You, you guys do shake your tushy awesome here. It is today. you. God almighty. Friday, Nobody like you. you should start your own channel called the Chad Tushy Show. You just shake it and all uh, the money comes in. Uh, all right, let's go. Let's go. I got half an hour here. Let's get, let's get these. Let's okay. Get this going. $20. Cappy, Chad, and kids. As uh, Xers, millennials, and, Z- and Zers get older, we're going to see two different, uh, very different aging groups. The broke as, as hell majority keep working. And then those like us who spent less and work part time because we're old and wealthy and bored. I'm not going to retire fully. I'll just work less. Yeah, you'll just work less and you'll find something else to do. Um, yeah. I'm going to get I'm getting a kayaking and metal detecting. I mean, you got to mm-hmm. do something. Uh, but he is right. I think there's going to be this bifurcated market of society. Um, you're going to have your normies, conformies, and inferiors, and you're just going to have your truly independent-minded people. I wouldn't even say intelligent. I just say people like spend less than they made. They know that humans are the most important thing in life. I, if you guys are new to the show and tuning in, I got a seminar coming up at the end of this month. I think September 25th on minimalism. Yes, it's $600. No, you guys don't have to take it, especially if you've tuned in regularly. But if you're new, these are important life topics and the what are we, the variable that ultimately it leads up to in the DuPont model. Do you remember the DuPont model? Yeah. Okay. The ROE is the top. Minimalism is the top. And everything that cascades out of that could get you into this other circuit of where you don't spend the money. But you're super free and you're super happy. I, I won't go into it any more than that. But um, yes, there are going to be those two groups of people. Yes. I just got to say, it breaks my heart when I go to the grocery store and I see like a 75-year-old working there. I really hope that's just part-time and they want For fun, to yeah. Sometimes yeah, I really it is. Hope. Yeah. That might be us someday. We'll be the multi-millionaires. And I'll be like, <laughs> Can I beg your groceries, sir? Talk about bad jobs. <laughs> Um, okay. So the next one I have is from tower guy 77 for $5. Cappy, did you catch nomad capitalists interviewed by rich? Either way, what's your opinion on the renunciation expat approach? I think that's where you Um, give up. Yeah. Uh, Andrew Hendrickson, he's nomad capitalist. I've known him. I've worked with him before. Nice kid. Kid. He's 30 now. Um, I saw bits and pieces of it. Uh, yeah. Andrew is probably the foremost authority on where to move. Because uh, mm-hmm. he's out there doing the reconnaissance now. I may just pay. Now he's egregiously expensive, but that's cheaper than me spending 10 grand and how much of my time traveling around the world. So I may just pay him and say, all right, give me your top five countries or something like that. So uh, in terms of renunciation and expatriation, you got to make sure you can live overseas, guys. This is just like, well, screw this. I'm taking my toys and going home. Uh, you got to make sure you got a network. Uh, and I'm not a forefront figure in this. I don't know. I haven't even done rec- I've only been to Europe. 
a little bit. That was it in Mexico and Canada. You know, that, that's about it. So having grown up overseas, let me just warn you guys, culture shock or culture shock is an actual thing. Like it's, it's not trivial. Mm-hmm. All right. Next one. Next one I have is the competent man for $5 may shock people. Recent poll shows that 40% in New York city want to leave citing concerns over the faltering COVID economy and violent crime. Who knew? Do you, have you been reading the articles about how people have been moving to the suburbs and droves? Okay. Yeah. Did, did they, it, you guys vote for it. You voted for the violence over 20, 30 years of indoctrinating kids with leftist hate. That's basically it. And then you vote for the disease where we all can't go work because old people and frail people and compromised conditioned people might die from this thing instead of just quarantining them. You voted for this. I Raise the roof now. Suicide now. All hail now. Get bad now. I don't care. Don't. And so, yeah, I mean, not to say it to, to the guy who donated, but yeah, okay, they're moving. I just... It, they will never escape themselves. They are the problem. The snake that always eats itself. Those are Democrats today. You know, the single mom that from Ecuador thinks, well, if I move to the United States, everything will be great. No, you're a single mom. You're an idiot. No. You're a moron. You can't keep your legs closed. That's why you fail. You will not get rid of that ever until you change your mind and get some ethics or like some principles. Maybe not ethics, but principles. Yeah, it's hard right. to argue. Continue on. What, do we got? what else we got? Uh, DJ Aftershock for $2. Is a banker, quote, busy to be bothered with the details? Some are, yes, yes. But then inevitably has to go to loan committee. And if and a bank, they now, it's because the federal government come cracking down on them, they don't. They have to have the numbers. Like they can't just approve horrifically bad loans. But this is why when I was a credit analyst, they would bludgeon me into changing the numbers. I wouldn't change numbers because you can't change numbers. I don't know if people knew this, but numbers can't be changed mm. because then it's fraud or whatever the, the law is. Um, and so they're, they're, it's not so much the, de- they'll get the details, but then they'll question it and say, oh, I don't know about, did you do your numbers right? Yes. Like 40 years old. Yes, I did the numbers right, you idiot. Uh, it's, it's just, yeah, but they're the, but then you get your sales bankers that they will just bring the crappiest loans. I mean, remember, remember one time a, a guy, a banker brought in this loan where they wanted to finance a water park in the middle of freaking nowhere in Minnesota. I'm like, no, no, but, but dude, no, 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 no. How much equity? Well, he's going to bring 2%, but then the local county will do this like to find and out. No, 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 But most of them are big idea guys. Yeah. They're, um, you can imagine how much I love it when, when someone asks me, are you sure you did the numbers correctly? <sighs> then you fire them. I do. Uh, the next one I have is uh, $5 for the competent man. No social contact reminds me of viewing an Asimov novel, The Naked Sun. People no longer meet. Instead, they call it viewing since they're all holograms. I'm wondering if that's what Surrogate was about. You ever see that movie with Bruce Willis, Surrogate? I didn't. It's an older one, right? Eh, a little bit older, yeah. Um, it's as eerily predictive as um, Demolition Man. Demolition uh, fun. Yeah, and I'm wondering if Competent Man doesn't make the like if the Naked Son was like what uh, Surrogates was based off of because it sounds the premise sounds eerily familiar. <clears throat> yeah. Um, so the Competent Man again. Oh, you're caught up. Uh, Two dollars. Yep. One character commits suicide to avoid in person. Boy, 
See, what's scary like with Orwell and these guys is they predict this stuff and yeah. it wasn't by coincidence. They were onto something. And what's eerie about this, that might happen. I could see this in our lifetimes. Women start killing themselves before meeting a guy on a date. You know, like yeah. your romances occur and then what? Meet in person. Oh my God, no. I could yeah. see someone having a panic attack. Not not today yet, but in 20 years time, especially if everyone grows up online and they don't know like interacting in person, let alone having sex. Remember, be well. Hi, would you like to have sex? Remember that from Demolition Man? And they have to have yes, the I machine that he says, what? I don't know, in person. She's like, oh, great. Like, Fluid transmission. Guys, whoever wrote that. Oh, God darn it, I got to read these books. These guys saw something way ahead of the game that we didn't to predict this stuff. But now we're that much closer to it. It's like, I can see that. I can see that happening. And then, unfortunately, we had to uh, lock up Simon Phoenix, a.k.a. Wesley Snipes, for not paying his taxes. Um, okay, who's next? It's Judd Grover for two bucks. There Having a two-pound steak and onions and peppers for lunch. These are like more dinners. You guys do steak for lunch? We are a, we are self-employed 1099 <laughs> superior racers. We get to do whatever we want, man. That's true. We did. We we started this at 10 a.m. We go do whatever we want. I'm going for a run after this beautiful day for once. Eat steak after this myself. Uh, uh, Fred, man, we you're just you're on fire today with He's the drunk. awesome one. He got yeah. Uh, for ten dollars, all this money though, half going to Chad. Fred, I, I oh man, I'm just saying all this, all of Fred's money. Some of it goes to you. Oh, I, I think it's Newman. worse. It's worse that Google gets a big. A chunk of it. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, so for 10 bucks, he says, I don't mean IQ. I mean, there's a reason that Anne Ayn Rand or any other female philosopher near her league are not good looking. Good lookers don't need to invest the time to become a philosopher like Ayn Rand. Right. And there's also, well, she had an ugly face. Let's just admit that. Um, you could work out, and that's still, she was a hideous looking woman. I'm going to check that. <laughs> The, like. Oh, no, she's not. She's not a looker. Um, yeah, no. Huh? Are not good looking. Yes, there will be a correlation because if you're not that good, it's a kind of the chicken in the egg. Let's say you are physically ugly. You have an ugly face and it doesn't matter how much you work out or you're a shorter, smaller guy. It's not a shock that smaller guys are Carl Sagan, for example. Um, no, Hawk. Um, Hawkins, that guy. He was in the the. He had that disease and was in the chair. Oh, Stephen Hawking. Yeah. Stephen Hawking. Sorry, that guy. Um, if you are not, you're just not physically big or strong or sexually attractive, you're not going to participate in the pursuit of mating. Or if you are, it's going to be a waste of time. And so you're going to have a surplus of time. If you're smart enough to say, look, I'm not going to get it. I, it's not going to happen. So you're going to dedicate your time to predominantly intellectual interests or maybe just watching Maury Povich. I don't know. But yeah, it's and now you got all this extra time. So like, let's say you're not terribly bright, but you're a good looking guy. Well, you could go and become a, a really good looking jack dude, become a model. Or an athlete is another example. You know, professional sports people play a lot of money. But yeah, if you don't have strengths in one field, you're going to have to apply your resources and time to other field. Mm -hmm. And so, yes, generally you would see uh, uglier people are smarter. Uh, your philosophers are not going to be good. I mean, you look at economists. Do you think of some sexy man on the catwalk on the catwalk? Yeah. Shake his little toe. You don't, you know, I'm probably one of the better looking economists to be perfect. What are you going to do? Date Paul Krugman? What do you want? Paul Krugman, Noam Chomsky, or Aaron Clary? Choose. Choose. 
You this know, is man, as good looking as economists get, which isn't that good. I just maybe we're on the slightly shorter side, but damn it, do we not have beautiful locks? We got nice hair. Wow, mm. look at that full set of hair. Keep that hairline uh, going. God, look at that. See, it's like it's like the the Russian front, very clear, very delineated, and there, man, it's there. It's the fact so that it's there great. is most important. Um, all right. Well, for four ninety nine, David Little. Best week ever. Got my total loss check from my car accident. Working from home. Moment Zen is upon me. Thank you for your guidance, Cappy. Thanks, Chad. Well, that's cool. Awesome, Dave. Yeah, I'm glad. Yeah. I think he got another job too. He got a new job. Did you give him advice at some point? Or? Oh, he's he's been a regular. He's come on. I think he did email me a couple times, like actual consultation at assholeconsulting.com. Good. Uh, Digi Nomad for two dollars Canadian. We did a we did a video on this when I visited yes, you. Yes, I think so. Yes, yes. If it flies, floats, flies, or fornicates, rent it. Yes. Yeah. In banking, we didn't use the word fornicate. We use a different F word. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Master Jones for four ninety nine. I finally landed the job at a higher position in tech that shields me from the low level idiots. Still working on certs and debt, but I'm close. Thanks. Well, congrats, man. Yeah. Once you can get out of those trenches, like I had this this young lady, um, military gal, and she was working at some. Oh, I remember what it was. She was working at, uh, as a frontline person, we'll just say. And she was telling me all these backstabbing drama girl stories going on. And Tina said this and Amy said that. Now, I can't believe. It. And she comes in. I locked on her social media. Bah, 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 bah. And I had to like check. I said, okay, look. You need to get out of that low-level environment. You're 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 working with trash, and not only are you working with trash, you are trash engaging in this. You have a good degree. You have the GI Bill. Get the f out of there. And who cares if Tina stole Amy's boyfriend? I, it was really like that. And so, the not even necessarily for the money, but Chad, you being a CPA, do you have to deal with payroll problems or bookkeeping drama or any of the low level staff accountant crap that usually would happen in a small office? I outsource all of that because I don't want to deal with it in my practice. Right. It's you, your goal is to be in such demand as an engineer, a surgeon, a tradesman or whatever, that you don't deal with HR. If you're dealing with HR, you're in that lower and now you got to deal with drama and crap and low IQ people and pathetic people. Now we all got to start there. That's where everyone starts there. That's where we all got to go through. But you're like your call centers, your teller jobs, your cell phone sales over at the mall. I mean, that we all got to go there, guys. We all got, unless you're Mark Dayton or Melvin Carter, you come from rich parents and you truly are privileged. Uh, but yeah, we all start there, guys. But your goal is to get some skill or to, so you never deal with that again. You never deal with them again. Just a quick aside, I have a couple of HR clients, ladies, mm -hmm. of course. Man, are they overpaid. They are paid too much. Do they save their money or have an IRA? Oh, God, no. No, it goes right away. It just goes away. <laughs> you know, they're very, they're, they're not smart. They're not. Just I know they're not. Wait, 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 really? HR gals are not smart. I thought the most brilliant women, female minds went into HR. Right. God, I hate <laughs> HR. Um. <laughs> Let's see who's next, Fred. Man, two um, bucks. Two bucks. HR approved my my five thousand dollar that got you each fifty dollar punk. Yeah, we did Thank the you. math. Yeah. yeah, we did the math. He's a he's an accountant. I'm a finance guy. We, we we're capable of division. We we. I like to tell you what Fred, I like to tell you what Fred does, but uh, I can't because it's really cool. 
Um, tell me after. I don't want to. I'll tell you afterwards, right? Yeah. But uh, I need to hire Fred. I need to hire you because uh, I have a project that needs your services, uh, your expertise. I will pay. So basically, I'm just going to give back Fred all of his money. That's <laughs> what's going to happen. I, saw oh, I guess message. if Fred if Fred wants to send me a bunch of requests so we can barter, that'd probably be a, another idea. Um, yeah, I saw your Facebook page where you're looking for a unicorn, somebody good looking who shows up on time. And yeah, um, well, that's that's not Fred. I have a different project. I don't want Fred reading books in a bikini. Uh, that's not no no offense, Fred. I don't want to see you in a bikini. Um, let's do a little bit of uh, advertising real quick. And by advertising, I mean my stuff. Uh, if you'd like to help out and donate to the show, you could go to olderbrother.com slash donate. And there will be three links, one to my PayPal account, where if you make a donation, you can, you get nothing for it. Uh, so I advise against that. Uh, if you want to uh, get access to all the uh, paywall behind the scenes stuff, I have the road trip podcast, Mary Jo's pinups and access to sanity is the future of wealth. A 16 page post I wrote that no one read and I thought was my best writing ever. Uh, you get access to that if you become a subscribe star member, and two dollars is the lowest amount uh, that you could subscribe at. I PayPal or not PayPal, Patreon, you could do a buck, I think. But for two bucks a month, you get that if it's worth it, cool. All proceeds go to the uh, um, septic take fund, and I have a little like thermometer graph on the side that shows how close I am to my goal. You do? So it's really neat. It's kind of yeah, it's kind of cool. Yeah, like yeah. we still got ways to go. But, uh, <laughs> then there is my Amazon affiliate program. If you kindly get into the habit of doing all your online shopping through Amazon, through my Amazon affiliate program, go to olderbrother.com slash donate, click on the Amazon banner, and then just do your shopping. That's all you have to do. And I get a 2 to 5% commission to cut. You do not pay any extra. It comes straight out of Jeff Bezos's uh, hands. And guess who else is now paying me my commission? Uh, who? His ex-wife, because she owns like half the company now too. Oh yeah, yeah, that's yep. right. She's now one of the richest women ever because of a man. Yeah, just one point that up. Do you? I think it's like the of the top five women, four are the richest because they just got their husband's money. <laughs> yeah, or they're <laughs> the sister of, of somebody. Sure, like, sure, whatever. Right, right. Like um, better bachelor. Check out Better Bachelor on YouTube. Mm. Had some good ones recently. Yeah, he's 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 uh I hope to meet him one day. I want to see his bus too. Hope he kind of mm -hmm. comes through town. That'd be kind of neat to have him stop in uh pushing rubber downhill. Go to pushingrubberdownhill.com, check out Adam Pickett's website, book, and podcast. It's mandatory read his book, Pushing Rubber Downhill. Check him out, say hello. Uh masking geek, uh check out masking geek on, on the YouTubes. Jack Napier over at Red Evening on the YouTubes. And Rob at Rob Says at robsays.net. Blackbrigade.org, a good buddy DT. And academiccomposition.com. Go to academiccomposition.com. School is starting. If you don't want to write your papers, because they're just making you jump through hoops to get a lot of money and waste two years of a life with prereqs that have nothing to do with your degree. So <clears throat> strike back. Go to academiccomposition.com and have Alex and his crack team of writing staff write your papers for you. Also, he's always looking to hire people. So uh, if you want to write or do marketing, you can do it for the comfort of your own home. You may do that there. And then finally, my books, if you would kindly buy some of my books, namely, what's this one? How Not to Become a Millennial. Well, that's available on paperback, Kindle, and audio. Bachelor Pad Economics, that will help you not get women pregnant and avoid baby mamas. Pence Principle, this isn't mine, uh, but this is uh, uh, Randy Bentwick. And this is basically how not to get falsely accused of grape. 
Curse of the High IQ. This is for everybody tuning in. If you are having troubles with life, it may be that you are smarter than everyone around you, and that has consequences you may not have thought of because we are taught to be humble and not think of ourselves as intelligent until you take an IQ test like, wow, I'm a freak of nature, and that's why everyone seems like a moron. So get that book there. Reconnaissance, man. Go ahead and do your reconnaissance in the United States. Figure out where you want to live so you don't pay so much in housing and moving costs. Worthless young person's indispensable guide to choosing the right major. I wrote this book because I... Do you know if the millennials had read this book and made a bestseller, we would not have <clears throat> the student loan bailout crisis? Oh, yeah? Yeah, because it was written in 2011, and most of the debts that they're asking to be bailed out were accrued after that. But it didn't say what people wanted to hear. So that's what I'm no, my first book is called Behind the Housing Crash. Oh, yeah. It's a testament how good of an economist I was because it was published. Like, you had to write it before the crash was going to happen. It got published mm. the day uh, Lehman Brothers filed for bankruptcy. Mm. I'm, I'm not kidding when I say the, I'm the world's greatest economist. I'm not. That's pretty arrogant and cocky. Go talk to Paul Krugman. You guys have beard sex with him. All right. Enjoy the client accepting living with the death of the United States. This may be an important one for those of you that are upset with that. And the black man's got out of poverty. Why did I write this book, Chad? Because you wanted to help them. And no, I hate black people. That's why I wrote the book, to help black men get out of poverty. You racist. I'm sort of trying to help people. My gosh, what a racist. All right. Do we have any more? Well, we got, yeah, we got a couple more here. I want to make All sure right. we get them. Um, first one is Fred for $5. So Post-Americans, kind of a troll in the chat. He's saying, but Post-American oh. says I'm an incel. Oh, how will I ever get by now? I must be such a loser. <laughs> maybe you could, maybe you should hire Oprah. Yeah, that dude's putting some major hate towards you in the chat. Towards me? And me, I guess. Well, why? Now your co says you and Fred having acted as if he was. Is he annoying anyone really, though? Uh, I, I think they're making fun of him. <laughs> I, I don't, I don't, you know, he's not abusing it. Post American's not abusing it. I don't, he's fine. I don't care. People can disagree. Uh, all right, so he took care of Fred there. What's the next one? Miguel. Miguel. Miguel's the next one for $5. I'm just going to breed with a hot young redhead so my children can inherit my money and good looks from mommy. They will be hot, rich, privileged Latinos with green eyes. I don't know. Is that, is that how genetics work? I thought the red the red hair is like a recessive gene. Almost anything will. You got to breed with another redhead for it to work? Uh, you would think. Yeah, you don't, Miguel, you don't really control what your kid look comes out looking like. I mean, you're going to have to get like green uh, uh, contacts if you want your kid to have. Why, why would you have kids though? I'm really wondering why would anyone have kids in this? Oh, there we go. Um, Let's get some good news. Economy adds 1.4 million jobs in August. Unemployment falls to 8.4%. That's from 10.2%. That's not Baby bad. Stuff. Yeah, it's not bad at all. The unemployment rate declined to 8.4% from 10.2% in July, according to the August jobs report, falling below 10% for the first time since March. Labor force participation also increased by 0.3% in August when some millennials decided to get off their ass. I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, also, they eliminated that federal subsidy with unemployment, so it's not as profitable to sit on your butt anymore. Yeah, well, we'll, we'll see. I know. Yeah. An indication of both increasing strength in the job market and rising confidence among job seekers. August marks the fourth consecutive month of job gains and declining unemployment since the U.S. economy bottomed out in April. More than I remember I used to pay attention to this stuff. I huh. used to. And now I'm not paid to do it anymore, so I don't care. <clears throat> Pushing the unemployment rate to a post-Great Depression high of 14.7%. Oh, I thought 10.2 was a high. Uh, in line with expectations, recovered 10.7 million jobs. Booty, booty, boo, beady, beady, bee. 
economists across the ideological spectrum have called for boosting unemployment benefits, housing protections, and further aid to cash strapped states and local governments. Uh, great jobs, great night, do boo, 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 I just say free up your states, um, but I don't care. Um, you know how many people listen to me when I was a condom? I'm going to say not a lot. None. <laughs> but if they did, banks would not have filed for bankruptcy. Students would have been majoring in stupid. Those that did listen would, you know, and uh, the economy would have never hit 14.7% unemployment. And we wouldn't have, what's the deficit? Do we know what the deficit is this year? Like 2 I, trillion? I quit looking because it's too depressing. Yeah, it's, it's good. I used to look at that, the treasury website. But, yeah. yeah. Um, MGTOW Ghost Sun for two bucks. When are your last few books hitting the Audible? All of them are on Audible, except for my best of, uh, like my compendium publications mm-hmm. for uh, like the best of my blog. Because I'm not, I, I just really backed them up. So if, if Google decides to like take away my blog or someone hacks it or whatever, all that, the, the legacy, the information is still out there. So that's really, but I, you got to record it. They're not bestsellers. I don't even think I make my money back. I mean, if you want to read them, there's Captain Capitalism, Top Shelf, Captain Capitalism Reserved, and Love Letters to the Left. So there you go. If you want to buy those books. Are you uh, writing anything right now? Working on anything? No, I, I, I'm doing, I'm putting together a seminar for, oh, I got to promote that too. Uh, so that Vegas seminar with rule zero, that, that was canceled yeah. in Vegas physically, but they decided to go online. And then they decided more recently to lower the price. So it's $597. Guys, shove it up your ass. I don't charge. I don't change. I don't determine the price. That's just what they decide. Okay. So it's 10 speakers, Rolo Tomasi, Rich Cooper, Ryan Stone, Modern Life John, um, John Fitch, <clears throat> Sterling Cooper, myself, and it's going to be online. It's $597. I understand if you're a regular tuner into these guys, you probably don't need it. But if you're interested, you want to, it's an option. I'm not putting a gun to your head. But for the amount that Melvin Carter is giving to poor people in St. Paul, you can attend this seminar online. It's October 2nd through the 3rd. I'll be giving a speech, uh, and I'm keeping my my speech under wraps because that's what I'm working on. And it's the research and data to compile this of which I got to talk to you later about. So, um, it's, uh, it's really cool, but that's, it's not really writing, but it's kind of the process, same process of like setting up a logic, doing data, organizing it, outlining it. And and that's what I'm doing. And then this will be the final project before operation evil starts. (laughs) So once this is done, I will go to operation evil. I'd like to play a part in that somehow. Um, Comedy man. Five bucks. The U.S. government budget deficit will triple this year to $3.3 trillion so far. We're not even in a war. We're not even in a bleeping war. Sort this of is Trump, guys. Wars. This is Trump. Don't think, oh, my God, not Biden or Camilla. My, oh, what's Trump? Oh, yeah. Trump, I, I, I just don't care. All right. That's it. Um, you want to promote your stuff? Yeah, I mean, uh, I'm at my website is elkincpa.com. I'm not riff, I'm not looking for new clients for 2019 for 2020. Okay. Fine, but um, and we have a tax guide, Elkins Comprehensive Tax Guide on Amazon. Cool. All right, you want to take us out? All right, guys. Toodles.